As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, Major Tom make it out of that scrape? I never know. I got the impression no, but maybe. Boy, are you telling me? I don't know. I didn't sound like he did. Well, it sounds like uh, the the space was his new home. I yeah. Isn't there something there to tell my wife and children? I love them, then nothing more. Yeah. But then don't they see the shoots or something like that at the end of the song? I I don't know if that's a happy song or not. I, I don't know. Ah. Why am I listening to the words? <laughs> Good Thursday, love you, everybody. Good morning. You know. Do you have a favorite yesterday on the stupid things that people fight about? Um, yeah, honest. Stupid things that like mm-hmm. Yeah. That was an awesome one. Mm-hmm. Got on a long subject yesterday about how married people will fight about the stupidest thing. First of all, they can fight about anything. Mm-hmm. And that's usually the stupidest things. And what happened was Anna's husband went in for a kiss, and I think he was trying to be sexy and so like he held his pose for a minute and that pissed her off yes because look man you're corker you're not ryan gosling (laughs) Uh that only works in the notebook right when it's raining of course and you're tying up your dinghy So she forced her head into his face, headbutted him. Mm. And that startled him, and he walked out, and then she cried for an hour. Yeah. That's a day in the life at Anna's house. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what life is going to be like for the rest of Chapstick's life. Yes. Good times. Mm. These are the last ones I have for you. Are you ready? Yeah. People couldn't stop writing to me. And, and you know what? Not a single one repeated. Wow. Mm-mm. It's almost like everyone's marriage is the snowflake. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Betty says, you know, Dave, if you like getting angry at the way someone turns a doorknob, marriage may be just the ticket for you. Oh. <laughs> now, let's think about that. Have you ever gotten pissed off because someone turns a doorknob the wrong way? I know I have. 
You have? Yeah. Because Boyer turns doorknobs the weird way. Oh. It was two or three buildings ago, and Shelly and I used to get mad at the way he turns doorknobs. <laughs> oh, okay. That's true. I can admit it, yeah. Was it when I used my knee to open the door? No. It wasn't. Well, that's annoying. It was the way you used your weird hands, opening weird doors in weird ways. Okay. I, oh, I know what it was. I know exactly what it was. It was this building. I think it was this building. Yeah. Okay, so the door handles are, um, they're latches. You have to move the handle to get the door to open. These are just those handles that are just horizontal bars. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you got to go up to them and you got to grab them and who pull down on to get them to open. But Boyer lifts them up. Oh, for gosh sake. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly, Chainsaw. Never You go to a door, way. you pull the handle down, of and course. then you pull it out. And Boyer lifts it up and pulls it out. Uh. You're shaking your head. Because that's ridiculous. It's weird and stupid. <laughs> Opposite man. So I'm right with you, Betty. <laughs> I was staring at toilet paper in my bathroom for five <laughs> minutes yesterday with <laughs> Boyer's words ringing. It takes no more effort. Oh. Ben says, My wife watched all six seasons of Schitt's Creek before she learned that Dan Levy is Eugene Levy's son in real life. And now she's mad at me for keeping secrets from her. <laughs> <laughs> Boyd says, it's not over at my house. It was a couple days ago, but I am still in big, 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 big trouble because she asked me to pick up grated Parmesan, and I got shredded. Uh-oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. You can't do one with the pump. <laughs> <laughs> That's a major, major violation. Go right ahead. There. Wow. You, the, it's got to be grated in our house. If you come home with shredded, you're, mm. you're, you got to go back. Oh. Did you get their, save their seat? You know, that whole thing. So you like the stuff that's all powdery? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I don't know why that just doesn't strike me as even being cheese anymore. Hmm. Really? I don't know. Whatever. I'm not going to throw people out of the house for it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I have to stop myself in that discussion with you, Chainsaw, because I don't want to break up with you. Okay. <laughs> I, I see us on opposite sides of the fence on this one. Okay. He's doing something right now that's driving me nuts. What is it? Who, me? Chainsaw. What? Go ahead. He's wearing his mask like an earring. Well, it's dangling off the side of one ear. He's got like that pirate kind of thing going on. It's yeah. driving me nuts. You don't like oh. that. I do not. Mm-mm. Depends on your mood. So, <laughs> you want to leave it or not? <laughs> so that just don't fly, fella. <laughs> See, should I should I double down like Boyer and put another one on the other ear? No, ear no. All right, I'll take it off. You have just hang it off one ear. You don't like that look. Who does that? Well, you I've got to speak. See now. Okay. All right. All right. Let's talk about let's talk about do's and don'ts for masks. Because I live with the biggest don't of them all in this room. No one. I mean, I've seen people walking around wearing their mask off one ear, like Chainsaw is doing today. He's not. He didn't invent that. He's not the first violator of that. You've seen it with other people before. Right? I sure have. Yeah. You ever seen anyone wear their mask like Boyer does? Never. And we see it all morning long. Yeah. This clown. The way he wears his... It can't even be put into words. <laughs> and it shouldn't surprise us, because I believe he goes home and spends hours trying to figure out the wrong way to do things. <laughs> he lives for it. Yeah. If you think 
You might enjoy getting yelled at from another room for chewing too loud, Dave. Maybe you should come to my house. That's Simon checking in. Chewing too loud from a different room. Mm. This guy says, uh, my wife, I think my wife discovered that I opened a new bag of potato chips before the old one was completely finished. It's going down tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a thing? Yes. Why? Uh, you you cannot. I mean, I'm, I cannot be alone you in this. Can. You have to. You cannot open another package of you the same can. food if the, the first one's not done. Of course you can. What a waste! I, just because you open another one doesn't automatically make the other one go bad. It will somehow. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> oh. Is that the truth? Is it's, that how it works? It's never good. If you open one before the other one's done, the other one instantly goes bad. It's like you've ruined it. I didn't know that. Absolutely not. There's some of the chips. That when you get down to the bottom of the bag, the size tends to shrink. And those are the perfect chips to sprinkle on top of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Then you need a new bag with full-size chips to be placed alongside the sandwich so that they can be eaten in a companion fashion. My favorite thing is when Boyer tells you how everyone does things and Mm. no one is going, yeah, I do that. Ever. 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 The chips on top of the peanut butter and sandwich, a jelly sandwich, give the jelly extra traction, so it doesn't slip <laughs> out. You won't slip on it when you when you. Your jelly go flying off your sandwich if yeah. you don't have chip dust on there. Your jelly whew, yeah. flies off that sandwich. It sure can. I see. I did not know that. See, he studies these mm. things. He's an engineer. <laughs> these are the reasons for his toilet paper hypotheses and now his jelly traction theory. Yes. The J- is JTT. Oh, yes, you had to think about that. JTT. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's oddly fascinating. <laughs> Everybody knows you're supposed to crease it, tilt it up, and pour it into your mouth. That's yes. how you finish a bag of chips or cookies or whatever. Yes. Sarah says, if I say something I think is funny and my husband doesn't laugh, I'm instantly mad at him. <laughs> she has her own laugh track. Simon says, my wife gets mad if we put the milk back in the refrigerator with only a sip left, mm-hmm. which is weird based on all of her 97% empty shampoo bottles. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally different. Is it totally different? <laughs> no. <laughs> Something tells me it is completely and 100% totally different. <laughs> Um, my husband is mad that I'm not watching him pack for a work trip. Mm-hmm. Gotta watch me. So Gotta watch forget- me leave you? What? Doesn't forget to pack his underwear? I mean, is yeah. he not capable of remembering everything? My wife is not talking to me because of something I said in her dream last night. Oh, yeah. My husband is mad at me because I ruined the ending to Seinfeld when I told him that Jerry and Elaine don't end up together. (laughs) (laughs) He expected that, apparently. Okay. I don't know. Holding out for it. Betty says, uh, my husband's mad at me because I cheered for the wrong college football team. Now, this is the thing. Yeah. I had this on Super Bowl Sunday. I had my wife rooting for the wrong team. Oh. Mm-hmm. That didn't go over well. She loves to root against your she does. team. She mm-hmm. does. She does. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, and, and I, she, 
at the beginning of the game, who are you rooting for? And I said, Kansas City, of course. And she goes, well, let me see. I got to look at the uniforms. That's how she picks hers. And she mm-hmm. decided that it was going to be the Buccaneers for her because of uh, something that caught her eye. But I think it was more about Tom Brady. Brady's and, butt. Uh, hmm? Brady's butt. The yeah. Uniform? yeah. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I said, you know, I got $200 on this game. Ooh. With who? I said, in, in the, <laughs> like that. I said, there's $200 on this game. She goes, oh, well, let me think about this. And I said, would you like it? <laughs> would you like it? If I came to one of your trotting shows Uh-oh. and I looked at you and I said, I like the look of that horse over there better. Oh. Yeah. I'm rooting for them. Ooh. And then she made me put a dollar in the tip Analogy. jar for analogies. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know how far I got with that? Yeah. Nowhere. Zero. Yeah. Just bedroom. That's how far. Zero. <laughs> Mark says, my wife gets mad at me for fast-forwarding through the commercials on TV because she wants to use that time to look at her phone. (laughs) This doesn't count all the people who've gotten in trouble because of their tone. Or how about (laughs) blinking aggressively? I got that one from Jesse. Got mad at the husband for blinking aggressively. Thing. <laughs> Didn't know you could do that. Blinking aggressively? Yeah. Oh, that can happen. I didn't know. Oh, absolutely. You might be thinking of rapid blinking, but just think oh. of. How was that? Yeah. That looked good it. to you just uh-huh. now? Yeah. You know, if you and I were in uh, some sort of a fight and you mm-hmm. said you just made your good point and I just blinked aggressively at you like uh-huh. that? Would that go over well? <laughs> oh, with I'm you? angry right now. We're not even talking about anything. <laughs> <gasps> Mustn't blink aggressively. Tone in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, do that. I didn't like the tone in your eyes. <laughs> All right, I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's too upsetting. <laughs> ACDC from the House of Rock 1015. It's KGB. Husbands, how much do your wives like it when you come home drunk off your ass? Oh, but I bet she thought that Tom Brady was adorable. Just adorable. <laughs> Just no justice in the world. Here's the Chainsaw to Talk Sports now on the KJV. Good morning. Well, good morning. And thank you, David. And hello again, everybody. In the sports world. Emily's Aztecs were favored by 28 points against San Jose State last night. But because of a slow start, it took them a while to get going. Aztecs wound up winning by 22. (laughs) Dang, it should have taken the Spartans plus the 28 points. This snaps the Aztecs' string of five straight wins by 25. The first time for any team this century. Next game for the now 15-4 Aztecs is next Thursday night at... uh, Sorry, uh, it's a... Fresno, oh, Fresno yes. State. Oh, yes. It's a Fresno State. The Bulldogs are 7-7 seven seven overall. Week. Oh. Super Bowl celebration in Tampa Bay. Literally. The Buccaneers had a parade of yachts on the water. And with the Lombardi Trophy on his $2 million yacht, Tom Tom, Tom Brady, decided it was time to share the love and let someone else have a chance with the hardware. He walked out to the edge of his boat... And tossed the trophy a good five to ten yards to the boat behind him. 
No, no, no. <laughs> that didn't happen. That did not happen. No, that didn't happen either. Fortunately, yeah, the receiving boat was exactly that, packed with wide receivers and tight ends. And sure enough, Rob Gronkowski made the catch and saved the $10,000 trophy from shattering or going overboard. The now infamous Super Bowl streaker claims he made $374,000 by betting on himself before the big game, but his boasting might have cost him that payday. 31-year-old Yuri Andrade uh, was hailed as a genius. Really? By whom? Uh, after he told a Tampa Bay radio station that he uh, placed a $50,000 bet on whether or not someone would run out of the field during the uh, Super Bowl, which he did himself, which radio's Kevin Harlan so eloquently described. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man! However, online sportsbook Bovada uh, says it's investigating the claim and will void any bets made by Andrade or anyone else with knowledge of the stunt. Can't bet on a stunt that you do yourself, you know. It's possible Andrade was stretching the truth anyway. He says he placed a $50,000 bet, mm -hmm. but betting experts say the prop bet carried a $1,000 limit. Liar, whore, liar, yeah. whore, you know it. Well, that's a little harsh. Oh, that was negative. Yes, it was, but probably true. Meanwhile, in the national bet, Man, I'm telling you, you realize the Patriots have won Super Bowls XXXVI, XXXVIII, XXIX, XLIX, and LI. Does anybody else think that this Roman numeral isn't quite catching on? Right? After Super Bowl III, you lost me. I don't know what the hell's going on. You know how long it took me to memorize that? There's a reason no one else is using Roman numerals. They suck. It's a bad idea. You know where we should use, I got thinking about it. You know where we should use Roman numerals is on our passwords, on our bank accounts and stuff. Seriously, I don't think anybody can figure them out. You could literally put your date of birth on your password in a Roman numeral. Do you know what Justin, if I used a Roman numeral with my date of birth would be, if I used a Roman numeral? It'd be Justin XXIVILIXVIXLIVIIXI. You make one of those lowercase, the Russians aren't hacking into that. Skipball Association. Levy's Lakers beat OKC by a point. They're now 20 and 6. Kawhi's Clippers beat Minnesota by 7. They're now 18 and 8. And Zach Levine. Is, it, is that the guy you were talking about yesterday, Chris? Yes. Zach Levine, right? Yes. Winner of three Emmys, writing for Cheers. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Zach. I don't know. I guess everybody doesn't know his name. Anyway, uh, <laughs> last night he scored 46 points in the Bulls' win over the Pelicans. In other sports, David. Tom Brady literally had a handler handling him, holding him up. From behind, walking him out of the parade yesterday. They got. Uh -oh. I mean, hammered. Couldn't walk or steer himself. And it was a jar at ball. Of course it was. You walk past a bar. Are you drunk? He's <laughs> got that avocado beer, I think. And this is your 101.5 KGB FM Sports Network. Oh, my. It's America's finest morning show. Yeah, they're fine, I guess. In America's finest city. People ask me to listen to a lot worse. The DSC on 101.5 KGB. The iHeartRadio app and your smart speaker. <laughs> Pretty bad stuff. Made better by the DSC chorus. Yes. You know it. 
It's 101. KGB. Uh, email to the show here. Dear Dave, on yesterday's <clears throat> discussion on whether Carol King qualifies as an inductee to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. uh, I want you to know I still carry the scars from banging my head on the stage and all the mosh pit injuries I suffered at her tapestry concert here in 1971. So, yes, she qualifies. Love your show. And that's listener Kevin checking in. Hard to keep track. Hard to keep track with the uh, consistency of Chris Boyer, who I understand his plight whenever we talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And we discussed this yesterday, the new nominees, and we're going to bring that up. We're going to let Paul, Lauren, and Mark on Good Morning San Diego be the judges Okay. today here on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. Chris Boyer has long argued that it's not rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the inherent problem with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They should have called it the Music Hall of Fame, yeah. Popular Music Hall of Fame. Because when you bring up other things that just aren't rock and roll, why should they get in? Yeah. It's a poorly named museum. Baked potato doesn't go in the Ice Cream Hall of Fame. <laughs> nope. <laughs> just doesn't work that way. And yet people want to say, yeah, but you know. And yesterday... In a startling and highly depressing break from consistency, Chris Boyer said Carol King belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she's penned, other than, you know, songs like I Feel the Earth Move and things like that, which aren't really rock and roll. No. I mean, I shouldn't say that. They're not rock and roll at all. They're pop music. They're folk music. Oh, I don't okay. know what they are. But uh, Boyer said, yeah, but she's written a lot of great rock and roll hits. And I looked them up. Songs like Go Away, Little Girl. Yes. <laughs> great rock and roll hits. So I'm not sure why Chris Boyer wavered on that one yesterday. Mm. Well, I, there was something undisclosed about her nomination in that. Oh, she- let's not. It's it's just you you put her in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because. Because that was your decision, and you don't need to defend yourself, do you? I don't. She's already in there. It's a second nomination. Yeah. Some people get in two, three yeah. times. Yeah. And she's already in for her songwriting, which is what you were giving her credit for. So this would just Whoops. be for her performance, then, her song. Then she shouldn't be in oh. for this one. But, wow. but you voted already. <laughs> it was undisclosed that, that uh, this was it's too late, baby. You didn't ask me to use it in a sentence. Oh, excuse me. Judges have a certain responsibility, do they not? You're, you're never one to let the Supreme Court off the hook over there, <laughs> yeah, Mr. First Amendment, Mr. Impeachment is unconstitutional. You never let those... They're a bunch of idiots! The litigants did not fully So anyway, he us. let him in. Mm. He, he, he let Carol King in I yesterday. think it was, uh, you make me feel like a natural woman, which he sings out loud in his car every time he goes home. <laughs> is that Carol King? Yes. Really? Yes, it's on the Tapestry album. Yeah, it turns 50 years old this week. Did Our, you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's going to be up to Paul, Lorne, and Mark, a true, sensitive, well-thought-out panel of judges yes. to decide who gets into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And there'll be no ties because we've got uh, three of them there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll see what they have to say. But uh, very surprising that Chris Boyer let in Carol King. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm with him on that whole, it's not, it's not rock and roll. I get that. Yep. You got to decide, if, are you going to hold the line on that or not? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Should they or should they not? I mean, I know they're not going to. They haven't. So just, just roll over it and go with it. Yep. Just yep. give up, capitulate. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Roll over, bend over, take it up the pooper. Literally.
I saw this post, and I put it up on our website, 101kgb.com, that Kim Kardashian put. And she is now posting artwork that her seven-year-old daughter is painting. Have you seen this yet? Yeah, it's impressive what she's doing. She, um, Her little daughter, North, mm-hmm. did a painting that looks very much like something that Bob Ross would have done. Mm-hmm. It's a, a mountain and a stream and some pine trees. And she said, my little artist, North, indicating to us that her seven-year-old painted this painting. And some people are uh, skeptical mm-hmm. that a seven-year-old could paint such an impressive landscape portrait. And so I put it up there and, you know, I thought to myself, I should I should pause. She comes from a creative family. Yeah. Her father does do artwork and things like that. It's uh, it's possible that the child... No way! No way! No. no way in the hells a seven-year-old did that. No. Any seven-year-old uh-huh. on any planet... No. In the Milky Way, no. did that? It was instantly suspicious. No got way, not a chance. <laughs> Zoom in on that. Look at all the detail work. Yeah. No, what? You believe it? Oh no, not at all. Oh, uh, especially because the way she writes her name, North. <laughs> well, know? it all it all depends on which. Some paintings have her signature on it, and some don't. Right, but she can't even get the smiley face straight. She couldn't get the details of the painting correct. <laughs> it's it's like, no. Way on this thing, absolutely no way. Yeah, I don't buy it for a split second. Uh-uh. Do you? No. What is this? Stupid. <laughs> so then people were putting up pictures like the Mona Lisa, saying, "My seven-year-old dog did this." It's hard to believe. <laughs> it's true. Can we bring in Chris Boyer, celebrated uh, celebrity death czar? Where are we right now? Do we have one, two, anyone in the hall, in the, um, in the, uh, death bazaar's waiting room? We have two with one open chair. Do we? Yeah. You know what's been very unusual is that it has been all threes all yeah. year long here. So, Chris Boyer, I present to you publisher Larry Flint. Oh, yeah. Larry Flint was a uh, big First Amendment uh, rights activist? Yes, that's what he's famous for. <laughs> that's that what correct. everyone thinks of when they hear Larry Flint. They go, uh huh? He yeah. wrote the First Amendment, didn't he? That gets me all worked up. Flying off the shelves. What a goober. Well, if it weren't for the First Amendment, who posed for the First Amendment? Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> How about Larry Flint? He's absolutely it. Okay, and who does he join? He joins Mary Wilson. And another man who <laughs> taught young men to play with balls, uh, Marty Schottenberg. All right. Very good. It's always threes. Ah. This is the year. It's weird. It's so weird. It's never been like this. Uh-uh. Marty, Mary, and Larry. Larry Flint, the well-known Supreme Court Justice. <laughs> Defending the First Amendment. He's so weird. (laughs) It's hard to believe that a weird guy like that, you have not yet beat. Ah! What was that? What was that? Did I just, did I just, did I just uh, irritate an exposed nerve? Yes. Isn't it weird that you haven't been able to beat him Uh. in Boyer versus the team? It hurts. 
still hasn't <gasps> happened. No. I'm going to get another chance today. All right. Will this be the day? Yes! yes! Just stop. <laughs> Just stop. No, we will not stop. Stop kidding yourselves. Can't stop, won't stop. We're going to ask Emily in Ottawa's coming up in the Half Day Crackpot News coming up next year on the Dear Dave. Dream on. I knew it was coming and I asnered anyway. <laughs> wow. Why did you did you wait for the high notes and then take a big pull of the coffee there? Uh, that is Brent listening to us in Vermont. Uh, this came to us from uh, listener David. David says, uh, my wife and I work on projects together around the house. The other day I wanted to put a ring doorbell on. Do you guys have one of those? We do. Oh, man, those look, those look so nice. Yeah, we like it. I really want to get one of those. The ring doorbell. She wanted me to do it all by myself. I wanted her help. And she said, why? And I said, so I don't have to hear you say, why'd you do it like that? <laughs> that did not go over well, Dave. Not, period, well, Period. At. Period. All. Period. Love your show like Boyer loves dumb analogies <laughs> in Portland, Oregon. It's Mr. David checking in there. Well, what are you and Anna working on for our Happy Crackpot News today? Uh, there was a survey out asking um, how many older couples plan on using sex toys this I Valentine's Day. I love surveys. Mm-hmm. I take them all the time. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how many older couples plan on using sex toys for Valentine's Day? And their parameters for old couples were ages 35 to 59. Perfect. <laughs> cool. Sorry, Chainsaw. Yeah. I'm You're past. Older couple. Cool. You're past it. Uh, it starts at 35, yes! so you're in. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm Boyer, so bad you're, about it. You're in. Cookie, yeah. your kids are in. <laughs> That's true. They are. They are. Oh, God. They are. <laughs> That's rough. Oh, God, it hurt. <laughs> you don't like that? No. I have older couple yeah. kids. It's like, oh, older couples, that's sweet. You know, they're still getting frisky in the bedroom. Yeah, 35. like 70s. Yeah, 70s. Yes. Come on. Oh, uh, so. And it's all about using what? Sex toys on Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, okay. All right, uh-huh. right, right. So I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go, good for go. you. It's sweet. Go you. I'm glad you're still getting it. 35. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. So we'll have that uh, study for you. Have you gotten your first AARP, ma'am? Oh, I got that at 21. Yeah. It's like, they, how did I get on your list? <laughs> they just, they do that just to irritate people. Uh-huh. I know that they do. Yeah. Uh. So Chainsaw doesn't even qualify as old anymore. Huh? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, sorry, Chainsaw. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you maxed out, buddy. I did. <laughs> Aged out many years ago. Hmm. That's a bummer. Older couples. So what comes after older couples? I don't know. Dead? I uh, know. There's a word. It begins with E. Oh, Elderly. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> The elderly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's the worst. That is the worst. Dave, Emily, and elderly. Elderly. That's the worst. All right. Boyer really is obsessed with koala sex and their STDs. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know why he has such a fascination with koalas and their STDs. Well, they do have chlamydia. Any chance he gets to talk about it. And I think Are they, like, born with it or something? Uh, no, I, they have spread it somehow. Uh, you say they have it, meaning they all have it. Half of them have it, roughly half. So you don't even know, do you? Well, I, uh, 
you can't... When you start going... Uh, uh, it, it, uh, that's you, all you need to you say. You can't be sure because they haven't surveyed every koala to ask if it burns when they pee. Excuse me, I thought you were sure when you said they have it. They have it, and about half of the ones they test come back positive for it. Okay. And why is that something that you care about? Because it affects their reproductive ability, and we may be seeing a dearth of koalas. And I, I think they're cute. I think they're an attractive marsupial. So, what about this thing? Oh, my God. He just, He's weird. He is weird. He's just weird. So, um, we Look have... his mask. I mean, just... I know. That's all you gotta do. So, we have an animal sex story just for um, Boyer. It's not koalas this time, but uh, just thought it would catch his attention because it's um, another animal he could probably relate to. Polar bear. Basically. Polar bear. <laughs> I know his fondness for the polar bear. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. All right. And what else? So we'll have that polar bear, bear sex story for you. Good. In the uh, news. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Jeep commercial. Hope you watched all two minutes of it while you had a chance because it's been pulled. Gone, gone, gone. <laughs> yeah. uh, how mad do you think those people at Jeep are at Bruce Springsteen? I mean, if you're if you're the the committee that was working on that thing with him, aren't you on the phone going, Bruce? Come on, what the hell? You think you want to let us know about this kind of stuff? Right now, our vehicles are identified as the drunk driver car. Thanks Mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. They've dumped the commercial. I mean, not that it was running on TV. It's two minutes, but they pulled it off of YouTube. Oh, I'm sure they had a a usable spot ready to go for regular TV. A 30. I'm sure they had Mm -hmm. that ready to go. I mean, there's a lot. You know how much work goes into these things. Oh, yeah. It's untold. Thousands of man hours. Millions of dollars that go into these things. Yeah. How does he not call them up and say, hey... You know, I really wanted to do this, but I got some bad news coming out here. I don't know if you missed this, but Bruce was uh, brought out of retirement, I guess, of being a commercial spokesman. Or it's extremely rare that he does it, I guess. I don't know. Something like that. And so he did some god-awful, long-ass, two-minute dirge for Jeeps. And uh, it ran on the Super Bowl. And you got to think that was a $20 million just for the airtime. Right. I don't know if they give a volume discount over at Super Bowl 55, <laughs> but 30 seconds is over $5 million. They mm-hmm. went four times that. Yeah. And that isn't even the expensive part. Making the commercial is the expense. I know people will go, oh my God, $5 million, but making the commercial is really the expensive part. Yeah. And who knows what Bruce made for being in it? That entire campaign is now flushed down the toilet. Mm-hmm. And how did he not have the coolness to call them up and say, hey, I got this. I'm probably not the right guy to be doing this. How? You weren't in a beer commercial. Because the DUI that he got. <laughs> is it DUI or DWI? Did they change that? I wonder if it's by state, what it's called. Well, drunk driving is what he got. Yep. And it happened back in November. Mm-hmm. So it's almost three months old now. Mm-hmm. Or two months old anyway. So it was, Yeah, mid-November. So, yeah. He could have given almost the heads like, up. Yeah. Instead of so. the embarrassment now for Jeep. It's uncool. <laughs> I think DWI is... Uh, oh, is a retronym. Anyway, what else is coming up? Speaking of drunks, Tom Brady is on our <laughs> website, 101kgb.com. Check out the video of him tossing the Lombardi trophy. Do we not all love drunk Tom Brady? He's adorable. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> really? 
Oh my God, he's so cute. Tara was yes. fawning all over it in the uh, email to me last I've night. I've never loved him more. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the video and all I could think was, ooh, he's going to get an earful from Giselle when he gets home. I don't know, mm. he might be pretty fun when he gets home. <laughs> he might what? He might be pretty fun when he gets home. Is that what you think as a housewife? When uh, <laughs> when uh, the chopper comes home and he's all uh, stinking of 17 Pabst Blue Ribbons? Hey, come here. <laughs> There's two looks. Get on me, Daddy. There's one that's too far, and there's one that, ooh, this is fun. He had that still at that point when he's stumbling. He still had the little bit of fun. Stumbling drunk is okay, (laughs) He looks so cute. All right. I don't think he was quite there yet. Oh, no. They were pushing him toward a bed to pass the F out. He had someone holding no, him up. There was no, no. fun. He had no idea where himself. he was. Do you see his cute little smile? Oh, my God. He's so, so fun. So <laughs> he can do no wrong. He can do no wrong. All right. What else is coming up in the Crackpot News? Um, also on our website, uh, you were talking about Kim Kardashian claiming that North had painted quite the... That's um, not true. Yeah. Uh-huh. It didn't Masterpiece. Happen. No way did it. No way. Mm-mm. All that girl did was write her name on it. <laughs> um, we can also see, though, some work from Bobby Eagleman reminding us that Sarah, or, uh, Sarah's daughter Summer is an artist as well, working with her favorite medium. The original Poop Casa. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Has she done that at all recently? Oh. She did it last year. Isn't it so, adorable? Uh, uh, <laughs> I just love it so much. When she does it. Uh, All right, that news is coming up. He's got more hair than a polar bear. He's Boyer, Chris Boyer. He can tell you all about his nose bridge size. He's Boyer, Chris Boyer. He makes Keith Moon sound like a drum machine. Boyer, Chris Boyer. When it comes to mountain biking, he's the king. He's Boyer. This is a restricted channel. But he's got an evil plan to take over the show. And that's just about all we know about Boyer. Chris Boyer. Chris Boyer. Chris Boyer. Chris Boyer. a song you could hear every day. And here at the KGB, well, it's time for sports now with the Chainsaw. It's Cookie Randolph and Kubota. Well, good morning. Thank you, David. And hello again, everybody. In the sports world, Ebony's Aztecs were favored by 28 points against San Jose State last night, but because of a slow start, it took them a while to get going. Aztecs wound up winning by 22 and this snaps the Aztec string of five consecutive wins by 25 or more. The first time for any team this century. And next up for the now 15-4 and four Aztecs. It's next Thursday at... Uh... Yeah? Oh, yeah. Fresh, yeah. Fresno State. 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 My alma mater. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned it, but uh, yeah. You know, sports fans, they hand out diplomas at Stanford and Harvard like flyers on the Vegas Strip. But at Fresno State, you got to earn it. Okay. Bulldogs are seven and seven overall. Week. Okay. 
during a boat parade to celebrate the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl victory. Tom Brady, Tom Tom, threw the Lombardi trophy to another boat, and Gronk caught it. It was a three-yard screen pass. The boat got another 42 yards after the catch, and Brady was named the MVP of the parade. The now infamous Super Bowl streaker claims he made $374,000 by betting on himself before the big game, but by admitting he engineered the stunt, the bet could be voided, and his claim he wagered fifty grand is bogus because the limit was $1,000. Even so, he provided maybe the most entertaining moment of the Super Bowl, especially the way radio's Kevin Harlan described it. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man! Uh, the streaker eluded several would-be security guard tacklers before being taken down at the goal line, which impressed Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, yeah, he did. He actually scored. The Chiefs didn't. He scored. They should definitely Ooh. sign him. The Pebble Beach Pro-Am tees off today. Usually one of the most popular events on the golf tour. Certainly one of the most spectacular. But this year, none of the top ten ranked players are there. Nor are the celebrities this year. Just the pros. Which means no Bill Murray. No Clint Eastwood. And boy, are your hero James Garner from the Rockford Files used to play Pebble every year. He won't be there either. In fact, he sat out the tournament for years now. Or laid out, whichever. Love that guy. You're stupid. Huh? Meanwhile, in the rash at all that. I took acid. Have you ever? Acid? Yeah. I took it with my friend Terry. He lives in my eyebrow. <laughs> we went to play miniature golf on acid. Putt-putt on acid. What a mistake. For three days, I thought I was the king of that little town. I was like, hello. Hello, putt-putt people. You in the windmill, let me use your bathroom. <laughs> and like all good drug stories, it always ends with, Officer, the cuffs are hurting me. <laughs> mm. I guess what I'm trying to say is I want to have a family. I really want children. <laughs> Not because I like children. I just want to name something, okay? I'd rather have a boat, because you can name a boat. And a boat doesn't get in trouble like a child. It doesn't do drugs or get arrested or go away to Burning Man and come home and say, Daddy, I'm no longer a boat. I think I'm a fairy. Uh, it doesn't do that. Skipato <laughs> Association. After people began noticing the Dallas Mavericks weren't playing the national anthem before their games, owner Mark Cuban said, yeah, that was on my orders. But Commissioner Adam Silver said, sorry, Mark, you got to play it. So Mark Cuban will obey and start playing the anthem again at Mavericks games. We have no problem playing the national anthem at all. I stand for the national anthem. My hand is always over my heart. We've supported the National Flag Foundation and done work with them. That isn't the issue at all. The, the real issue is how do, you, how do you express the voices of those who feel the anthem doesn't represent them or causes them consternation? It's true. When Francis Scott Key wrote The Land of the Free, that didn't apply to an entire race of people. Okay, mm-hmm. And ladies, did you know women aren't even mentioned in the Constitution? Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. I guess they wanted to keep that on the down low. Get other sports, David. And now the head of the Olympics has, has quit. He stepped down. Did you hear this? Because he was complaining that women talk too much. That he had to go to these luncheons all the time and everyone had something to say. But mostly those women, they just could not shut up. And they did not like that. They asked him to resign for it. Before he did, he doubled down and he said, I think rock music is too loud and dirt is dirty. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, he's out for his comments on how... 
Women just have too much to say at his luncheon. Can you stop talking for a minute? Stop talking. Thank you. And this is your 1015 KGB FM Sports Network. Oh, my. On to Good Morning San Diego on KUSI Television. Next, Paul, Lauren, and Mark will decide definitively and no further discussion about it who's getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Next, here on the KGB. told me 30 seconds about 90 seconds ago. I'm sure I did. <laughs> Sucks to be you, radio boy. Too bad for you. Is that a girl 30 seconds or a real 30 seconds? Oh, it's totally girl 30 it's seconds. It's a girl 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Who's, telling you the, who's telling you the 30 seconds over at KUSI, a man or a woman? Um, My friend Maria. Hey. <laughs> but you were looking Wow, now we have a snazzy graphic. Oh, snazzy. Animation. Let's get to it. Dave Rickards with the DSC on 101.5 KGB joins us now. David, that is a snappy Very jazzy, that graphic you've got there, David. I like that a lot. All right, you have a huge responsibility here today. Paul, Lauren, and Mark, you're going to be the judges who decide who makes it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I have uh, seven or eight different nominees here. And I want you to give me the thumbs up, the thumbs down. They're in, they're not, whatever. There will be no ties because there are three of you. Are you all music lovers? I assume you are. I think everybody sure. is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. I'm going to present to you these bands, and you tell me if they make it, in your opinion, into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Here we go. Number Can one. someone get in the best? The best, the best, the best of you. Foo Fighters. Popular. Yes, Paul, what do you say? Yeah, I'll, I'm going to say about 10 albums. So they, they have the longevity, they have the performance, they've oh. sold a bunch of records. I say. He says, you say yes, you say three. thumbs up to that one. Okay, yeah. very good. Okay. Paul, he says yes. Yeah. Yes, what's the matter? Mark says no, I can't Mark believe that. Mark says no. All right, we'll get to you one second here, Mark. Lauren, what do you think? Lauren, you're second up here. Foo Fighters. I'm a thumbs up. All I'm right, a thumbs, thumbs up, up, Foo Fighters. Why no, Mark Mathis? Not that your vote matters at this point they're in, but why do you say no to that? <laughs> I'm not voted two to one at this particular yes. point. Yeah. Um, I just think that there will be other people. I think there are other people on the list that uh, will make it in. All right. And uh, it's kind of like, you know, the NFL Hall of Fame. There's some folks that are worthy, but they'll get it in the second ballot. All right. I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is there only a limited amount that are allowed in, or is it kind of like these are all no. the nominees and they could all go in? I think they, they could all go bit. in. It's up to you. You are yeah. the, okay. you, you can vote for as many as you want. If you think they're all worthy, then they're Lauren, in. you give them the thumbs up. All right, Dad Rock <sighs> Food Fighters are in. What about... Oh, oh. 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 
Christina. Come on. I thought she was already in. Mm, some of these people have been in I before. What's the story on Tina Turner? She was in for... She's in with Ike. She's in with Ike. So this would be Tina Turner as a solo Oh, performer. yeah. We, oh, am oh I, yeah. Am I seeing yeah. a uh, simultaneous three-way up for this one? Yeah, just... Yes. She's got the best legs in rock can, and roll. We can lose Ike. I want, I want Tina. <laughs> <laughs> I agree We've with already that. lost Ike, I think. All right. You know what I mean. Tina makes it in. All right. Hold on. Let's rock and roll. Rage Against the Machine. Paul Rudy, Rage Against the Machine. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Do they make I it I get that they're an L.A. band. I say no. They haven't sold enough albums or whatever they are now. They haven't. <laughs> they just haven't sold well enough. Don't have the uh, the numbers to back it up. He says no. What about you, Lauren Finney? Were you raging against the machine at Simi Valley Community College back in the day? What do you think about that one? <laughs> hmm? Um... There was like a five-minute period in my life where I was raging against the machine. I, I was experimenting. <laughs> we all do in <laughs> So that's a thumbs up. She likes him. She says, yes, I like that. Black right. Tiebreaker, God. Mark Mathis, what do you say? You're going to be the decision. Uh, I'm, you know what? I'm just going to say uh, you, you probably don't know this, but I, I'm not a big fan of that type of music. Uh, I'm just going to say no. Oh, I'm going to oh, say absolutely no. Rage against the machine. Oh, no, Kenny Rogers, yes. <laughs> Rage against the machine, no. Kenny Rogers, <laughs> yes, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rage against the machine, no. That makes a lot of sense to me. All right. All right. Let's try these girls here. The Go-Go's. Rudy, what do you say to the Go-Go's? I, I, I just don't think they've been around. They haven't sold well enough, and they haven't been around in a... You know, they, they had bits and starts. A couple years here, a couple years there, and then then they... 99, I think they reformed. and Just not... they. To me, greatness is longevity. Hall of Fame is longevity. Uh-huh. I don't think it's there. It is easy to I hate. I no. It is easy to hate on them, but they are the first... Uh, all-girl rock and roll band. And that's yes. why they'll get who, in. Who wrote their music, played their instruments, and right. conquered the Billboard charts. They did all three of those, and that's not Hall of Fame material to Paul Rudy. All right. <laughs> what do you say to that, Lauren? <laughs> what, what Dave said, and they got the beat. They're they in. do have but the beat. But they only sold like 16 million records. Do you know the song? Do you groove to it every time you hear it? Absolutely. All right. What do you, you know, say, Vince Mathis? Lombardi only coached six years in Green Bay. They named the Super Bowl after him. Bambi was only a one mother trophy. Come on, seriously. What do you say, Mark exactly. Mathis? Are you saying that they're in? I say this is going to be a vote that, you know, they're going to be helped by the documentary that came out on Netflix or wherever it came out on Showtime, HBO. But um, they're going to be helped by that, so I say yes. All right. The Go-Go's get we'll in. Let's go to this gentleman here. From standing on the corners popping to driving some of the hottest cars New Yorkers ever seen. Jay Z. Some of the hottest verses rappers ever heard. From the dope spot with the smoke Jay Z. Does Jay Z make it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? You know, now this is something that uh, we have uh, grappled with here. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Does Jay Z make it in? What do you think of that, Paul Rudy? Well, is, is, is do you, if I said rock and roll, would you think Jay Z? No. I, I, 
and I get the Rock and Roll has now become really the Music Hall of Fame. So on that scorecard, he certainly has the performance. He certainly has this social impact. So yeah, he'll probably get in. But huh. would I vote for him? No. So yes, but no. He's just not right. He says no. I'm saying just like the Go Go's. He says no. Like the Go Go's, they will get in, but I will not. It will not be with my name on the ballot. Remember now, it's only your vote that counts. So Paul says no. Lauren, what do you say to Jay Z? Come on, Lauren. Come on, Lauren. I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm kind of torn on this one. Uh And part of the reason is because. Come on. I just don't feel like it's been enough. Time. Uh-huh. I don't know. Everyone, but then, but then, everyone you're hearing said, here, everyone that you're hearing today has met the criteria. They've all had their first recording uh, for 25 years out there, including the Foo Fighters. People don't even right. know that, but they are all 25 years in. That's the criteria. I mean, right. Without a doubt, he's a pillar. If if he qualifies, then I say, yeah, let him in. He qualifies. I, I mean, he's, he's in. He's, okay, one out, one in. Mark Mathis, once again, you're breaking the tie. What do you say? I'm going to say uh, yeah, absolutely yes, um, right. because I think he really brought hip-hop to mainstream. Okay, yeah. all right, that's good. But is good. there a hip-hop hall of fame? Maybe we need to make a Dave, is there, was, I, I, 25 years is the uh, one criteria. Is there also an album sale or a CD sale? Or I, is there I didn't a see anything about sale? the number, I didn't see anything about the number of records that you had, had to sell. I didn't see anything about okay. that. Here is your next candidate in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Carol King. <laughs> I, I, I would vote for her if from the Veterans Committee. She would she would be my Veteran Committee nomination. What does that mean? So yeah, or excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, uh, uh. she gets in on the Veterans Club. Paul, are you having trouble with your thumb? It's up. It's down. I mean, yes. Yes. Sideways. I got out. Had a elbow. Yeah, it was like no, it was like thumbs up. I couldn't tell. Yes, what, Lauren. What did he decide? Um, you, you speak, Paul Rudy. Tell me, what did he decide? I yes or think no? it's shame. I think it's shameful that Carol King and Tina Turner aren't already yeah. in it. Well, they she are. She gets in they high honors. Are. They are. They are in it already. It's not by it, themselves. Yeah, with, by themselves. With men. Yeah. 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 Well, all right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you're well, saying they, thumbs up. They to that needed one. the men to get in. Okay. Oh, that's, that's, well, that's, Mark Mathis. What do you think, Carol King? How about that one? She's she has a Broadway show written about her, and so uh, absolutely Broadway. Yes, there you go. All He's right, in. very good. All right. Uh, how about this lady? <laughs> Let's do this one, Chaka Khan. Paul Rudy, what do you say to she's Chaka Khan? She, yeah, she's she's been around forever. Yep, absolutely. In. In. No question. In, in, Come in. Come on, we got to vote. Mathis, we got three in. All right, you got to hurry this one up. Here's your next one is LL Cool J. In or out? What do you say, Paul Rudy? LL Cool J. He's in. Out. He's in. He's in. In. Lauren's in. Paul's in. Mark Mathis. All right, he likes it. I'm going to give you your Dave, last you gotta one run. I got one more for oh. you here. It's hard. Dionne Warwick. Lauren says yes to Iron Maiden. What about Mark Mathis? No. 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 I'm too nice. I'll tell you what. Iron Maiden does not want to be in. They said if they were were voted in, they would refuse it. So there you go. Well. Thank you. Great judges. Great judges. Kenny Rogers. I'll get him on the phone.
Kenny Rogers. I'll play some Bye, right Eddie. now. Here's Kenny Rogers with Learning to Fly on the KGB. <laughs> How? How do you not vote in the Foo Fighters? I don't know. How? How not? Yeah. <laughs> How not? That's surprising. That's killing me. I know. It's killing me. I love Paul Rudy. I respect him. I love him. He's the leader over there. He's so wrong this morning. <laughs> I had Emily and I both had our friends and other producers at KUSI texting us in the middle of that bit. No way! No way! Don't take their vote. <laughs> I had producers from inside the control room texting me during our discussion. Yes. <laughs> it's like, look, man, you're not the judge. Only Paul, Lauren, and Mark mm-hmm. are the judges on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a two-thirds vote for the Foo Fighters. Yeah. I thought they I thought they would be a slam dunk. The only slam dunk, I think, for sure was Tina Turner. Right yeah. away, they jumped yeah, all three. They yes, all did. Yeah. Uh-huh. They all slam dunked on uh, Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. The rest of them were split decisions, I think. I feel like there was one other, but now I'm blanking on who you offered. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they definitely did not see eye to eye on most of them. Uh-uh. That's all right. That's the way this is. Mm-hmm. It's a difficult decision sometimes. Mm-hmm. I still haven't figured out Chris Boyer's Carol King vote. Well, I... Thought she should go in as a writer, and apparently she already is. So she yeah. But what about what about her writing as rock and roll? Support that for me. Uh, did she write like uh, I want to rock and roll all night and gave it to Kiss? She did not. What did she write that is so rock and roll? You know how you have staunchly defended it's not rock and roll, and I support you on that. Yeah, she did uh, some girl group songs, which I think were. Uh, Laying the foundation what? for great rock and roll. What? Laying the foundation, so not even the great hits. That's, laying the foundation is stuff you've pooped on consistently. I suppose so. <laughs> What's the matter with you? He's consistent. Get her out! <laughs> Get her out! But you voted her in. Oh, oh man. Consistently wonder... inconsistent. You know what you are today? I don't. You are the slippery slope. Uh-oh. You let one in. <laughs> Now we gotta let folk singers in who hate America, who don't shave, who all smell like patchouli oil, and don't like things that are brought to us on trucks. <laughs> I have a piece of advice for you, Chris Boyer. Yes, David. Regroup and prepare yourself for Boyer versus the team. I need a player. 888-570-1015. Who will it be? Will it be Chris Boyer? Will it be the team? Will it be neither? Everyone's got to win. Except for the team. (laughs) Yes. The great scientific experiment continues. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. About some money. Yeah. Money, always good. How would that be for Valentine's Day? If you said, uh, I have $1,000 for you this Valentine's Day. <laughs> You're speaking my love language. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cash is not regarded as a romantic gift. No. Right up until it's $1,000. Then it's the most <laughs> romantic thing you've ever heard of in your life. Yeah. You give a woman 20 bucks for Valentine's Day, she's not going to be very impressed. Make it a thousand bucks, she's yours. And all you need to do is text me the keyword bills, B I L L S, bills to 200 200 for your chance to win a thousand bucks right now. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. Yes, it's time. Why does Chris Boyer think he's smarter than you, Emily? Uh, Because he thinks he is superior to everything, but also when you team other people up together, it just makes you dumber and dumber and dumber. Is he, in fact, not more superior than everyone here on the show? In his mind, yeah. Not yours. You don't agree. (laughs) You don't agree. No. No. How many $5 quiz trophies has he ever won? None! Not a one. It kind of leaves the door open for speculation, doesn't it? (laughs) Sure. Well, let's go into the laboratory and conduct the experiment once more this morning here. And we're going to start with Mike. Good morning, Mike. How are you today? Great, Dave. How are you? Tip top. Better now that you're on the show with us. What's your day like today? I'm at work right now doing a security job. Right on. Thank you for keeping us all secure here today. Yeah, thanks. Packing heat? Uh, No, this is unarmed. I'm Uh looking at uh, Lake Hodges right now. You keeping Lake Hodges secure? Quite secure. All right, very good. By being on the phone with you. There's nice nice hiking around Lake Hodges, isn't there? Yeah, there is. How long... how long a hike is it around that entire lake? That's a big lake. I don't know. I'm just at the... Uh, the what the kind of security right? guard are you? If I said, <laughs> I need security at uh, Miles Sector 3. Oh, he wouldn't know where to go. Not a clue. <laughs> All right. Well, let's hope you have more of a clue on Boyer versus the team here. I hope so. What's Mike playing for today? Uh, we have a $50 gift card to the Broken Yolk Cafe. Some good eats over there oh, for good. him. Mm-hmm. Nice. Ever been to the the you've been to the Broken Yoke? Yeah, I get the Mimosa flight. Nice. Right on. You know what you're in for when you win this, don't you? That's right. All right. Do you have a particular side that you root for? Do you root for Chris Boyer? Do you root for the team? Or do you root for neither? Um, Today I'm going to be rooting for whatever gets me that gift card. Yep, I understand that. That makes sense. You hold on. 
He'll have a very important decision to make here in just a second. Chris Boyer, what is your hypothesis here on Boyer versus the team? Well, there is a collective stupidification that happens, David, when people join together in a group. And that just proves that none of us is as dumb as all of us. And don't we all kind of agree on that? We've been to meetings before. Yeah. There's always a dumbass asking questions. <laughs> yeah. Making the meeting longer, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we all agree that there is some truth to that. Yeah. Right up until he tells us that he's smarter than all of us. Ugh. That part we don't like. No. Of course he proved it. <laughs> he proves it time and time Ooh. again. He proved it last week, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. What's our score on Boyer versus the team? Well, <laughs> the, um, neither. Currently in the lead with four wins. Four victories for neither. Yes. Pretty far behind would be Boyer with one, and then the team with zero. All right. All right. There's your scoreboard for Boyer versus the team. Let's look at our category, shall we? Mm-hmm. We have music, advertising, Fort Knox, rock and roll, evil Knievel, and numbers. Rock and roll's a good theme for this week. It yeah. Sure is. Oh, yeah. 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 A great yeah. idea. Yeah, Rock and roll yeah. it is. Nice. All right, a question for you on the category Rock and Roll team. You get to go first. Do you know why? You're so stupid. Dumb. You're so dumb. <laughs> Even with Emily, you're stupid. <laughs> then Chris Borey gets the same question. Must give me a different answer than yours. Mm-hmm. You get to go first. You get to talk amongst yourself. Chris Boyer goes second. Must give me a different answer. It'll be up to Mike to decide. Who got it right? The team or Chris Boyer? Oh, here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Rock and roll. This band has the record for the most Billboard certified number two hits. And never, ever a number one. Oh, my God. This band has the record for the most Billboard certified number two hits. Never a number one. How about Led Zeppelin? No, they didn't have that many hits like number two top. They weren't like that poppy. How about Boston? That's random enough. But popular enough. They had a lot of good, you know, catchy songs. Like the but most, the, yeah, did they? Yeah, did they get the rise most. all the way up to number two? Hmm. Foreigner. Foreigner, good one. I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he likes that one a lot. <laughs> so far, that's the winner. That's a good Emma, reaction. Your thought? Uh, I don't know. Kansas. They don't have that many number or you know big hits. But we play a lot on this radio station that have. A lot of songs. Just big libraries. Because I would have said Aerosmith up until they had that right. hit with the movie. In with the, the movie thing and the thing, right? Yeah. Yes. Ooh. So, so I'm trying so to think of who, like a Def Leppard. Van Halen. Def- Those all have number ones though, right? I don't know. I'm assuming. I don't know. Oh, God. Oh, my we're, God. We're after, right. Oh, no, a band. Ten seconds. <laughs> Just Foreigner. say something. Foreigner finally oh. started. <laughs> I mean, that shocks me, even though I know it's coming. Did you hear it? Did you even understand? though it was your idea. Yes. It still stuns me. Did you say, Emily? Did you understand what was you screeched? She screeched, and well, I believe she said four, our final answer. Yes. I just didn't even have time to speak. <laughs> you did it, though. 
Good you job, did it with nine and a half seconds left. <laughs> well, dear, 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 Chris Boyer, did they snatch it once again? Uh, they snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. I Indeed. see. Oh, did, David. All right, here's the question for you. In the category of rock and roll, this band has the record for the most Billboard certified number two hits, but never a number one. The team said it was Foreigner. <laughs> you don't agree with that? I don't, sir. All right, let's hear your answer. The answer is the Beach Boys. The final answer. All right, let's go to Mike and see what he thinks about those two answers. Mike, what do you think? You're over there patrolling, well, I- patrolling the shores of the Great Lake Hodges, looking out for enemy submarines and minesweepers. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I think... I think the team panicked again and came up with a less than desirable answer. Mm. And I was thinking about this myself, and I was kind of thinking the Beach Boys, so I'm going to have to go with Boyer. Chris Boyer! You're going with Chris Boyer and the Beach Boys. Yes. All right. Does anybody have uh, access to a website? Sure. Would you just type in uh, Beach Boys Billboard? And I will tell you right now, Mike... That uh, at the Broken Yoke Cafe, where you enjoy huge portions on breakfast and lunch classics, as well as Mexican-style favorites, pickup and delivery available now through DoorDash. Click thebrokenyokecafe.com. Try that mimosa flight that Mike loves. Mm-hmm. And the next time Mike is there and you walk past his table, say, hope you brought your wallet, because we're not paying for you today. <laughs> oh, no. So long, Mike. Oh, not for Mike. I was no for gift card for you. I got to think the Beach Boys have at least a half a dozen number one Gosh. hits. That is the craziest answer ever. Beach Boys never a number one? It's bringing up global, so hold on. It's not. Yeah, it ain't the Beach Boys. Five. But you were in the right era. Mm. It was a 60s kind of into the 70s band. And uh, Foreigner, by the way, uh, not them. Okay. And now Foreigner may have never had a number one song. I don't know. But this is the band that has been the bridesmaid more times than any other band. Number two, I think it was five times, but never a number one. Chainsaw doing sports next on the KGB. Credence with, uh, I think it was five number twos, never a number one. And they hold the record for being the band with the most number two hits, but never a number one. Uh, Not sure about Forner. The Beach Boy, Forner has one number one one hit. Mm -hmm. Is it uh, Double Vision? Mm -mm. Is it, you're doing your mom dance. Uh Is it what? It's a ballad. It's a oh, of course yeah. it is. I want another lady. God, that's a shame. These rock bands they never get a number one until they puss out. <laughs> it's, it's true. true. Uh huh. Aerosmith. So true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Same so thing with Aerosmith. Beach Boys, four number ones. Chris Boyer. Yes. Any thoughts on that? I had to come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy, is it? It's not easy. It's, it's not. one of those things where it's like, I don't know what the answer is, and once one band net gets in your mind, you just can't get it out, and you're screwed. Yep. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm the, the Carpenters, Herb Alpert. Yeah. Uh, 
the beach boys. I don't know. Glenn uh, Campbell. What do you do? I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, but the Beach Boys, I, I knew that they had to have. I thought they had like six number one hits. Yeah. Um, any guesses on what the Beach Boys' number one hits were? I, I was thinking Fun, Fun, Fun and Good Vibrations. Good Vibrations is one. Help me, Rhonda. That is one. Surfer Girl? Mm-mm. Two more. Anybody? Anybody? Surf and Safari? No surf in the title. Stairway to Heaven? <laughs> I, I dream on surfing. I dream on. I dream on. <laughs> I of the tiger. <laughs> I get around. Yes. Is it and, I get around? Uh-huh. Huh? And uh, camel toe. Oh, yes, absolutely. Nice. That's a great one. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Well, good try, crew. Good try, Chris Boyer. Thank you, sir. It's another victory, though, for neither here today. Hi. Mm. Does that take neither up to uh, how many now? Five victories? Yes. Oh, goodness. Isn't that something? What's coming up in sports next year, Chainsaw? Could Emily's Aztecs beat the spread? Are Gronk and Tom Tom in trouble? And the anthem is back in Dallas. The anthem is back. Get ready for it all. Coming your way with a chainsaw next year after this big number one hit. From the Beach Boys on the KGB. You're a beautiful girl. And your pants are on so tight. That when you stand just right, I can see it.
the DSC. All right now here on the KJB. Good morning. Welcome morning. Thank you, David. And hello again, everybody in the sports world. Emily's Aztecs were favored by 28 points against San Jose State last night, but it took them a while to get going. They wound up winning by 22. Next up for the now 15-4 and four Aztecs next Thursday night at Fresno State, my alma mater, along with other notable alumni, Raiders quarterback Derek Carr, Yankees slugger Aaron Judge, the Clippers Paul George, singer Evelyn Champagne King, and Benito Mussolini did a semester abroad up there in the 30s, I think. I'm not sure about that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, during a boat parade to celebrate the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl win, Tom Brady threw the Lombardi Trophy into another boat, and Gronk caught it. Awesome. Agents on DEA patrol boats were not fooled, commandeering both yachts, <laughs> discovering two kilos of cocaine stuffed inside the football portion of the trophy. Both Brady and Gronk have been charged with trafficking, but Gronkowski was having none of that. Say hello to my little friend! Ugly scene. Ugly indeed. Tampa Bay coach Bruce Arians not only became the oldest coach to win a Super Bowl, age 68, he was obviously also the oldest Oldest to celebrate. I can't thank the players, the families enough for all the support during this crazy ass year that we had to put up with. All right. You beat COVID and you beat every damn team we lined up against. No! I don't think that's no, true. No, no, <laughs> no. Uh, the Rams and Bears beat you and you didn't beat them back like you uh, did the Saints and Chiefs, man. So, you know. Oh, well, come on. If you want to nitpick. Yeah. Uh, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am tees off today. Usually one of the most popular events on the tour. Certainly one of the most spectacular. But this year, none of the top 10 ranked players are there. <laughs> meaning 11th ranked Patrick Cantlay is the highest ranked player in action this week. Tiger Woods is ranked 47th. And he isn't playing either. And so while Patrick Cantlay, Tiger, as we know, certainly can. <coughs> yeah, what? I heard that story. The Golf Channel begins coverage at noon. <laughs> Meanwhile... In the rational I mean, things happen to me you wouldn't believe. It's a weird feeling to be standing in a men's room. You see your home phone number on a wall. <laughs> the hell am I sweating for? It's my joint. I got the job. I don't know what I'm doing here. You know what I mean? All right. Just a hobby. That's all a hobby. I work there for laughs, you know. Yeah. I make my money at my regular job. I sing the national anthem at cockfights. <laughs> what do you say we bust up this joint, huh? Next week, after the fire. <laughs> now, when I started in showbiz, I worked only tough places, places like Fonzo's Knuckle Room, Aldo's, formerly Vito's, formerly Nunzio's. Ooh, that was a tough one, Nunzio's tough. I sat down to eat in a menu that had broken like a lamb. <laughs> Nunzio, he was tough. And then he said to me, kid, you want to go hunting? I said, okay, I'm game. And he shot me. Skipball Association. After people began noticing the Dallas Mavericks were not playing the national anthem before their games, owner Mark Cuban said it was on his orders. But uh, Commissioner Adam Silver said, oh, sorry, Mark, you got to play it. So uh, Mark will obey and start playing the anthem again. We have no problem playing the national anthem at all. I stand for the national anthem. My hand is always over my heart. We've supported the National Flag Foundation and done work with them. That isn't the issue at all. The, the real issue is how do, you, how do you express the voices of those who feel the anthem doesn't represent them or causes them consternation? And it's true. When Francis Scott Key wrote Land of the Free, 
that did not apply to an entire race of people. And women aren't even mentioned in the Constitution. Which brings us to this Olympic update from our correspondent, Misty Jordan. Misty? The president of the Tokyo Olympics is reportedly resigning following his sexist remarks. Reports say he claimed, quote, women talk too much. Shut the f- up. Yeah. Wow, no kidding. Well, maybe we haven't come that far after all. <laughs> In other sports, David. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Chiefs quarterback, was uh, one of the very first players on the field when the final whistle sounded, and he made a beeline to Tom Brady. Microphones were there to hear what he said to Tom Brady, calling him a legend nice. at the end of the Super Bowl. Hey, you're a legend, man. Congrats, man. You're Congrats, man. Yeah, yeah, keep in touch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, keep in touch, he Aww, said. Absolutely. Like sign in the yearbook. Not too much bad to say about All-American star Tom Brady. It is worth noting, though, the three Super Bowls he lost, he did not bother to congratulate the winner. Oh. So certainly, by anyone's estimation, a foul skid mark on Captain America's helmet. <laughs> on his helmet? Okay. All right. This is your... 1015 KGBFN Sports Network. Oh, my! That does seem to be the one rub on him. The only thing. It's like, if he loses a game, he just like, ain't out, out. Not going to hang out and congratulate the winner. Yeah, because he's a crybaby. Uh-oh. Oh. You're not talking about Tattletale, Tinkle Time, Ta-Ta, Tom Brady. Yes, I am. Woo-hoo. We won you $900. Yeah. Smart bet, but he's still a crybaby. You're on KGB. What's going on, my brother? Oh, it's 8.38, 38 minutes after 8. 22 minutes from 9, David. Got a triple time. Didn't even have to ask for it. Nice. Nice. Yep, I'm on the KGB. You guys need to keep dicking with songs. It Uh, makes them totally bearable. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I have no recollection of those events, Senator. (laughs) Thanks, Susie. I love your show. I love your show. Oh, damn it. Stop everything right now. Stop everything right now. Oh, look at Sarah. Look at Sarah. Do you see her? Oh, I'm going to get through my day because there's a giant cockroach in this studio right now and it's freaking Emily out. And we need the producer to come in here and get the cockroach nope, out. I don't do that. <laughs> what happened? During sports, the beginning of sports, I the get The very it. beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get a text, and I see it's from Boyer, and it's an image. And I'm like, this is weird. He doesn't generally do anything like this. So I open it thinking, breaking news story, Trump yeah. did something, whatever. It's a cockroach in the studio! Uh-huh. It took everything I had to not scream out loud at that moment. <laughs> but I've been sitting here with my feet up on my chair, yeah. just waiting for you to get to commercial so we can get it out! This is our new evening DJ who's just walked into the studio. We're doing a little cross promotion right now. Hello, Mr. Cockroach. I asked Anna to bring a broom. She's like, you're on your own. No one will get the cockroach. I can't even see it. How can you see it? I only see the picture of the boy you're giving me. I'm not getting out of my chair. Are you making it up for it? I have to pee so bad. No, sir. It's right there between the door and the doorstop. Oh, I see. On the left side of the frame. You have to pee so bad? Mm -hmm. Go pee on Boyer. (laughs) Everyone will be happy then. Mostly Boyer. I'm I'm the guy at 50 bucks. I'm sorry. Mostly Boyer will be the happiest. (laughs) Do it. Mm. This will have to be pro boner. Please just get it out of here so I can go to the bathroom. Let me see if I can identify the cockroach. Please! Might be the one that we met in the men's room a long time. It, it could How be. Get in here. Is that Craig? I think oh, it's Craig. He is. Oh, he's a big guy. Hey, yes, Craig. He it's Craig. So big. Wow. He is huge. I know. Get him out. 
What do you want me to do when I get him out? I don't know. Keep brushing him outside or something. He's not wearing a mask. He's breaking COVID protocols. He needs to get out. You want me to sweep him out? Please. Alright. You'll be my hero, not Boyer. I need a longer headphone cord. He's a big silverback son, bitch. He's, he's all cool. Really... Oh, he's scurrying. Hey, he's pretty fast. He's pretty fast. He's a cockroach. They scurry. They can climb. I was surprised to see him walk. <laughs> he's coming your way, Sarah. Good luck. Yes. Should I sweep him into Sarah? My foot's on the door, David. <laughs> it's a Rhodesian Ridgeback, I think. <laughs> uh, thank you. He's parked right outside Sarah's studio now. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that guy. He's got some moves. He juked me a couple times, broke my ankles. Oh, yeah. I did. I went right down on the ground. He went left. I went left. All of a sudden, he was behind me on the right. Yeah, that's Craig. Craft. Did I get a yellow light before my microphone even went on? Uh-huh. That's what you get. What, 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 what do you mean, that's what I get? We're having a little intermission in the middle of a commercial break. Uh, I couldn't help it. This, this one was not going to be able to function. Uh-huh. And you don't seem too functional yourself right now. I'm fine in this studio right now. Yeah. What happened to the cockroach once I swept him out of the studio? He made a beeline for Sarah's door frame and oh. hasn't left. Is he right there at the seam of her door? Yeah. Yeah. On the part where if she cracked it open, he would scurry right in. It's not at the... He's a scurrier, too. Yeah. By yeah. the way, just... My experience with him, he mm-hmm. was climbing up the room when I was sweeping him out of our studio. How do you, do you think he was living in here all morning? He had. Um, you think Boyer disturbed him? Just oh like maybe, or did he follow someone in one? At think one he point? came in on Boyer? Yes, probably mm-hmm. piggybacking <laughs> in on Boyer. <laughs> yes, I understand. I'm in trouble with Anna now. Uh huh. I don't understand that. She didn't like how you well, saved the day. What's the matter? You couldn't have just like removed it from the building. <laughs> You wanted me to, to trap him and then take him outside? I mean, you could kill him for all I care, but uh-huh. just get rid of him. Yeah. Now I'm now. Well, you didn't care when he was in my studio. Well, at least he was secure. Yes, I understand. Now he's just free to roam about the building. He has roamed a little bit closer to your studio, hasn't or he? Or you could have like sweeped him to like, you know, one of the other studios. You want me to sweep him into the closest studio right now? You know what? You know what? Don't answer that. For the last 10 minutes, Sarah has been sitting in her studio with her feet up on the studio door, barricading herself in there. Like some sort of like some sort of weird religious cult. Trying to keep the FBI out. Until I saw all your butts back in your chairs. Those feet were on the door. I don't trust you. Are you keeping an eye on everybody? Yes. I saw that look for chainsaw. <laughs> it took your eyes off for one second. How do you know Anna isn't sneaking down? Because she is my girlfriend, and she wouldn't get that close to a bug. She would not get that close to the yeah, bug. Yeah, I'm not getting that close. I am terrified of those ugly things. It's a whopper, too. Did you oh. see how big this one was, Anna? No, I, I have not laid eyes on it. Yeah, And you're not happy with me because I let it out of this studio. Yeah. How do you suppose he got in this studio? Definitely with Boyer somehow. <laughs> this is what always fascinates me. It's like, how do they get in here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did he come scurrying in when the door was open, do you think? He had to have. Did he come running in when no one noticed? One of us was walking in and he just came yeah. in right behind or, us? Or worst case scenario, he's been there for a while. Yeah. It's very possible. Noticed. It's very possible he's been in here for days and days. Caught, crawling all over your, your bag. Mm-hmm. Aww. Your keyboard. I got to think his antennas are five inches long. Ew, 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 that's the worst part. Wiggling. 
Like crazy. <laughs> Why can't you just like stomp on it? I don't think that's kind. One of God's creatures. So just stick him on the rest of us? Well, I, I was asked to get him out of the studio. That's what Emily asked me to do. You didn't provide any request. You just brought me a broom. I assume that's what you wanted me to do. I mean, I was asked to bring a broom, and that was all I was doing. Okay, so you brought a broom. I was asked to get rid of it. I, You and I were just doing what we were told, right? Yeah, I was concerned when she asked for a broom. I was like, what is she going to do with that? We need, like, a hammer or something. <laughs> <laughs> what does she expect to do with a broom? Why is get it, it a, out. Why is it, I wonder, that a cockroach is so frightening, but a butterfly is not? Both bugs, both have wings. What's the big whoop? How they present themselves. Yeah. Cockroaches are just icky. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you're safe. You're quite a ways down the hall yet. Well, I mean, yeah, I have to think of a new exit route when I go to. Leave are you planning today. an emergency route right now? Do you have a kit? Do you have water? Do you have uh, dehydrated food? I'm just like really scared to leave the studio. Mm. He's just going to be on the move. You can eat the roach. And now he's going to end up in one of our bathrooms again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They like those bathrooms, don't they? They do. Yeah. Thank you, Anna. You're welcome. What's our big story coming up in the Crackpot News next year? Uh, we have more details about Bruce and his DWI. We'll okay. lead off with. And okay. then uh, we'll tell you why two masks are better than one. Yeah. <laughs> Chainsaw can hang one off his other ear. Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to get out of your studio today? I'm going to pee in the trash can. <laughs> but how, but how, that's that's nothing over. new. How uh-huh. are you going to get out? Um, I think I'm going to start kicking the door very vigorously and hope that it feels some kind of vibration and scurries off towards on it. You're going to scare door. him away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a plan. Do you want me to sweep him away from your door? I don't need you involved at all. Oh, wow. I don't trust you. That's pretty definitive, Dave. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> Let's bring- and now the half-day crackpot news team makes its way into the studio, and Emily is ready with today's top story. Is it the cockroach in the iHeart building? <laughs> it should be. Boy, I'm taking exception with how slowly you're sauntering back in here. You're leaving that door open far too long for him to follow you in. Please scurry. Giving him a chance to, to break back in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just dilly-dallied his way back in. I wonder if Boyer could scurry for a thousand bucks. I wonder if he could scurry. <laughs> what this week. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you yeah, hurt? I'm sciatica. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. This is what old people have. <laughs> no scurrying for Chris Boyer. I don't know if I've ever seen him scurry. No, Mm-mm. certainly not. Even when he had to do a naked lap, there was no scurry. Nah. There was just a jog. Do, do, do. He, yeah, he, I think his top speed is saunter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> scurry is uh, not in his... His playbook. I need a little more snap in your garters, please. It bothers you when that door is open too long? Just He was wandering in, looking at his phone, hell, leaned Ah. on the door as he wandered in. I'm like, slide in here, quick. I see. Are you you playing with Emily? Are you you, you making fun of her? Totally unintentional. Teasing her by leaving the studio door open? No, I was the one who warned her about it in the first place. Yeah. I think he's just unaware of how slow he moves. Okay, well, (laughs) I guess I am. Right now, uh, when I went out, I saw that it was waiting patiently by Sarah's door, as yeah. if it were going to serenade her sweetly <laughs> and try to encourage the love that he knows that his 
sweet song okay. will bring. Right on. <laughs> Let's do our top story today here. What do you have for us? Jeep has pulled its high-profile Super Bowl ad starring Bruce Springsteen after the news surfaced that uh, he was arrested for DWI last year. <laughs> In case you missed it, number one. Our light has always found its way through the darkness. That's what light does, doesn't it? <laughs> Our light has found its way through the darkness. Hey, write that down in case we ever do a cheap commercial. Man, you make Matthew McConaughey sound cognizant. Of right? <laughs> you think Matthew was sitting at home going, yeah, see? All right, all right, all right. Remember that commercial I did with the bull? Starting to look a little bit better now, isn't it? <laughs> I so- sold Cyrus. Uh, Bruce was busted last November. They didn't shoot the commercial till January, so you got to think Jeep's like, hey, thanks for the heads up. Mm. Uh, it's now pulled the two-minute uh, Super Bowl ad from YouTube. And uh, in a statement, it, they say they'll pause the com- commercial until the actual facts can be established. Drinking and driving can never be condoned. Uh, we are learning more about what happened. Apparently, what happened? Bruce was riding his motorcycle. Oh. Through an area and was recognized by some fans who asked him to pull over and take a photo. And so he stopped and took pictures. And then a fan offered him a shot of liquor, which he took while sitting on his bike, not moving. But park police saw what happened and they immediately pulled him over as he drove away. Now. And so he is. That sounds very suspicious. His blood alcohol limit was 0.02 when uh, he was tested by the um, law enforcement. They have yet to confirm the reports. Bruce hasn't said a word yet. I thought O2 was okay. It is. But consuming alcohol while um, driving, dri- having a, being in control of a motor vehicle is yeah. not okay. It's not okay. No, you can't pull a shot in your driver's seat. Maybe that's the difference between DWI and DUI, like you had asked earlier. It's a neuropathic neurology, David. <laughs> It's a, it's a retronym. It's a retronym, David. The driving while intoxicated is, uh, implies that it is alcohol. However, driving under the influence can be of any narcotizing substance. <laughs> <Cold> <laughs> medicine, uh, Benadryl, you know. Uh, don't narcotics intoxicate? Uh, <laughs> I... I I think they narcotize, <laughs> which is different. Who wants to bring the Who wants to bring the cockroach back in here now? <laughs> Maybe the cockroach was in here to keep him on his toes. Uh, yeah, I think was. they uh, narcotize, David. <laughs> yeah, so you can't let a cop see you drinking booze while you're behind the wheel. Yeah, so he was sitting on his motorcycle mm-hmm. while he drank the shot, supposedly. Okay, so that's the only thing. If he had been standing next to the motorcycle, it would have been okay. Possibly. Huh. It all seems ticky-tacky, doesn't it? Uh, How about just don't drink and drive, fool? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. One shot, though. That shouldn't shouldn't impair him. You'd think, but everyone's got different To an illegal point, anyway. Well, .02 is is okay. Yeah, here. Mm -hmm. That's a bummer for him. Yeah. And a buddy who got busted for drinking with the intent to drive. How's that work? He was sleeping it off in his car, and yeah. he had the key on, uh, a key in the ignition so he could listen to the radio. And he got busted drinking with the intent to drive. Mm-hmm. So he, his advice and the cop's advice to him was, if you're going to sleep it off, sleep in the back. Don't, take, don't put the key in the ignition. <laughs> you know, don't do any of that stuff. So... Mm-hmm. 
He couldn't fight that. That he was just he was he was doing the right thing, sleeping it off, and just had the music on to aid him in his rest. Well, the charge was drinking with the intent to drive, and I think the judge would have probably said, and I don't. This was many years ago. I don't know that he had the money to hire an attorney, but. You got the key in the ignition, and you're in the driver's seat, even though the that. vehicle wasn't started. Yeah. The charge is intent to drive, and you, you know. Yeah, I, but I think I would have said I didn't intend to drive. I very obviously was not. I was sleeping it off. Yeah, I don't know that he had the uh, money to hire a good attorney. Well, he could have just said that. <laughs> Possible. For free, probably. You don't know much about that story, do you? I don't, it was many, many yeah, years ago. Yeah, okay, all right. 20, right, yeah. 30 years ago. Okay, all right. Well, it was 140 years ago. How can he be expected to remember that? He Thank was narcotized at the time. That's right. <laughs> Are you narcotized now? That's a good story. Thank you, Chris. What else do we have? Yesterday, House Democrats had the floor to make their case that Trump it did indeed incite the um, incidents on January 6th. They've been laying out statements Trump had been making in the months leading up to the attack. Was this another afternoon of uh, listening to Congress people tell us what almost happened to him? No, they did show footage of things that did happen that day. To them? Yeah. What happened to them? Or to of the attacks happening, and um, yeah. some of it had never been seen, showing how close. Um, but nothing happened to them, right? To who them? The Congress people who are so angry and terrorized by this whole thing. Nothing actually happened to them, right? Um, physically, no. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean. Yeah, I know. Their building got can, messed up. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the party. Yeah, people they just seem to be people, waking up to that. Huh? People walked around looking for people to... And they should go to jail. Absolutely. 100%. I just hear a lot of Congress people telling us what almost happened to them. It's like 50 people coming into work to tell me about the wreck they almost got into. <sighs> Come on. Get on with it already. Take the vote. Move on. So would you be more into everything that happening is happening if people more people were hurt? Because five people did die. Three people. How so? I know so. I know how so. Okay. There was a police officer who died. There was a protester who was shot dead. And then three other people. One guy was just standing there and had a heart attack. Another guy was just standing there and had a stroke. Another person died. They don't know how. And then and two suicides since. So. So that's suicide. Right. That's uh, no, that's different story. Ripple. Completely different story. Yeah. And they have yet to release the autopsy on the police officer who died. So we don't know what caused his death either. I don't know. Get on with it is what I'm saying. Just get on with it. A lot of histrionics going on right now. And that's all on purpose. But isn't that what a trial is? You replay the events of the day to determine if something happened or not? Mm-hmm. No, you tie But the what these guys defendant. are saying, what they're all saying is what didn't happen to them. They're all saying it almost happened to them, but nothing happened to them. They got out of the building and nothing happened to them. Their building got messed up and there's rioters and they're all going to have their day in court. They're all going to get it. Nothing happened to them. And they have yet to tie this back successfully to Donald Trump. That is what they're attempting to do. Then get on with it. They're not. They're jacking around and they're showing a bunch of videos that are, it's all a theatrical presentation. I agree. I agree. Get on with it. What else? Uh, well, let's move on then. Um Kevin McCarthy is the House Minority Leader from here in California, and he's now been busted. He was giving our governor a ton of crap for going to the French Laundry. Then turns out he went to his own massless party at the exact same time he was giving Newsom a bunch of crap. They just can't not do it, can Mm -hmm. they? They can't not screw up. 
He also ridiculed Nancy Pelosi and even said she thinks she deserves special treatment after the salon incident. But yet he can go and just flaunt the rules as well. They just can't help themselves. <laughs> they have to screw up. It's fascinating. They have to. Mm-hmm. Did he do anything to you know, write or enforce the legislation in California? Or he's a leader. Yeah, All he's a leader. World. He should lead by example. He's a lawmaker, and he knows what's right and wrong. He does. Did these happen in California? This event happened in California? Yeah, it was his son's wedding. Okay. What else? What's uh, the matter? What's the matter? You give me that. He, he wants to argue with me on all of these things. No, no, no. I'm, I'm asking questions. I'm not arguing. I'm just asking. You have a you have an asking way though that looks like you're trying to trap, and now the smile on your face indicates that that's your exact uh, intention. You have a tone. I don't like your tone, <laughs> Bella. Yeah, you have a you have a a trapping style. Okay, and you know you do. I apologize. No, you don't. <laughs> that was so insincere. CBS. Why? Why didn't you like the way I apologized? In my puppet voice. Yeah, you didn't mean it. So why say it? (laughs) Watch it. I'll bring the roach back in here. All right. What else? (laughs) CVS will start providing vaccines tomorrow. You can go to their app uh, starting today. Yeah, but you got to have a you got to have special permission, right? Well, go to the app and find out. Oh, okay. (laughs) Don't you have to be old or a teacher or something like that? I don't know how they're going to delineate the CVS ones versus the ones we've already been doing at our super stations. What if I'm a CVS super saver customer? Ooh, I would hope you would get cuts for being a loyal customer to them. Hmm. <laughs> the CDC is now officially recommending double masking, um, saying that a cloth mask over a disposable mask can block up to 92.5% of infectious particles from being transmitted. Um, what if we go to like a... Game of Thrones and have molten metal poured on the top of our skulls. I don't think he survived that. So. Yes, but he no longer transmitted COVID. <laughs> and let's look at the big picture here, okay. Emily. Okay. How about a plastic bag around your head? That'll work. You try that one first and let's know how it works out. <laughs> COVID-19 patients aren't the only people filling hospitals these days. Health officials say they've seen a huge spike in people suffering from alcohol, hepatitis, and liver failure as more alcoholics are falling off the wagon or other people are just increasing their alcohol intake. Um, alcoholism, alcoholism-related liver disease was already on the rise before the pandemic, but it has spiked between 30 and 50% in some states. So Alcoholism was, was rising before the pandemic. Apparently. People were boozing it up, huh? Mm-hmm. huh. wonder what causes that. Mm-hmm. But definite jump since the Probably pandemic. the fun times you have while you're boozing it up. <laughs> <so I'm guessing. laughs> You get Bruce on the phone. He'll explain it to me. <laughs> yes. People buying you shots on the side of the road. That's what that's what puts a rise in the booze. <laughs> yes. I never had that in my life. <laughs> Drive by shot cart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pull over. I'll give you a shot. What? It's pandemic times. I thought we could take our booze to go now. <laughs> I guess that's his life. Him. Yeah. yeah, it is random. I don't know. Here, take a shot before you drive away. And they recognized him on his motorcycle, which is unusual because you've got to figure he's wearing a helmet. Maybe right. he was wearing one of those Harley helmets that hardly covers up your face at all. Yeah. I don't know. And if he's got a special bike and is known around town. The Bruce Mobile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must be. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else? A 90-year-old California man was sick of how slow his internet speeds were, so he decided to spend $10,000 on two ads to complain about When you're 90 and you think other stuff is slow, (laughs) you might have a point. I I don't got much time left. 
You know, let's talk about that. I don't have much time left. I'm watching this movie the other day, and uh, the guy who had been hurt. Oh, I'm getting the yellow light. All right, break quick. Seriously. I'm going to get cockroaches (laughs) thrown in my head. No. I'll I'll bring it up on the other side of the break. Good. What's coming up in uh, round two of the Crackpot News? We're going to hear about those old people, those 35-year-olds that are so old and what sex toys they're using for Valentine's Day. (laughs) Or are you so old that you're beyond the old category? Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, if you're older than 59, 59 is the cutoff point. Now you're in the nearly dead. (laughs) Isn't that what this thing says? Yeah. What's after old? Elderly? Yeah. Box ready. Mm -hmm. Uh All right. Find out uh, about all that and so much more coming up next here. Yeah, remind me to tell you about the the last rights scene. Okay. That I seen on this movie. Got it. Next here, as the Half-Baked Crackpot News continues on the KGB. So, yeah, I'm watching this movie yesterday. And this guy is uh, pretty badly hurt. Mm Mm-hmm. And they call in a priest to give the guy last rites. And I'm like, how would you not freak out about this? First of all, when you're hurt, what's the first thing they do to you? They lie. You're going to be fine. You're okay. You're going to be fine. I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. They always do it the in the war movies. You're going to be fine. They take a look. Most of them's gone. In fact, all that's left is his eyeball. And they look him in the eye and say, you're going to be okay. Don't worry about yep, this. You got this. But on the other hand, another great line is they bring in a priest to give the guy last rites. And I'm trying to figure out, how does that not freak you out? Confirm your suspicions. And You've got seconds done. left to live. Uh-huh. And we're going to confirm that for you right now, that you're not getting out of here. Oh. I, I, I would lose my mind on that kind of thing. And what is last rites anyway? Don't most people die without a priest there yeah. anointing them with oil? Certainly. And reading the Psalms over there. Their broken body. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to call someone, call Elizabeth Hurley. Don't call the priest. <laughs> so that's your wish? Uh, let me okay. enjoy yeah. these last All couple right. minutes here. <laughs> it would fl- how would you be? How would you be if like something happened and you're like, wake up and you're on the ground and a b- bunch of people are standing around and they say to you, we're getting a priest to give you last rites. You'd lose your mind. Mm-hmm. It would speed up anytime you had left. You'd be like, wait a minute. Let me see if I can get up. Yeah. Let me try. Mm-hmm. What is this last rites? Does it look really bad from where I can't see down? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even if it's next to last rites, it's still pretty serious. I don't like it. <laughs> no. I don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody listening who has had last rites? Ooh. Yeah. And then and came then. back. Miraculous. Well, that would be a critical part of it, Emily. Yeah. Otherwise, mac- I don't think miraculous. they're going to call. No. Are you sure? Uh, I don't know about that. I am not uh, sure. JFK used to call all the time. He was never killed. Oh. That was the big mystery. Oh, my yes. bad. Yeah. I you think... know, that whole JFK thing is just swarming with uh, conspiracy. Yes. No, he claims it bust off his head. It was bad. It hurt. He oh. still has a headache. Okay. My bad. But no, he never died. I just knew he wanted donuts and I didn't. No, he shacked up over in La Mesa with Lee Harvey Oswald in Maryland. (laughs) Got it. All three of them had it bad, but it didn't kill them. Got it. Hence, you freaked us out with the last rites. Uh Uh-huh. See, they should call. (laughs) JFK probably had last rites. He could call. Tell us what it was all about. Yeah, is there anybody listening who has had last rites? Tell me that didn't freak you out. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And none of this, you were unconscious when you had it. You had to be aware. You had to be looking at the guy going, wait, what are you getting all the stuff out for? Hold it. Put that. Put away the robes and the oil. I don't like this at all. Mm-hmm. I'll show you. God. Mm. I, would, I, I just, I would flip. Yeah. Oh, so scary. So scary. My dad's done that. Given last race to mm-hmm. people. Not to you, right? There were a couple times when I brought home some Fs in seventh grade. (laughs) I remember this one day my father gave me last rites. Son, we just don't think you're going to get out of seventh grade. (laughs) Yea, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. (laughs) You better feel your father. I'm glad you made it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I got a little, I've got a little family member. Back in Illinois, who is struggling through middle school, and I just I I swear to God, this is true. I just want to get on a plane and fly out to her and tell her I was a complete f up in middle school. You're gonna be fine. I just had this conversation with my niece yesterday. I'm like, you're gonna also, come through this. Yes, you're gonna come through this. You're gonna be fine. It's mm-hmm. gonna you're gonna snap out of it as quickly as you snapped into it. Do mm-hmm. you snap into things? People always say snap out of it. Hmm. Do you snap into things? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Seventh grade was a dark year for me. Eighth grade was recovery, and then by freshman in high school, I was right back to being 100% mediocre. (laughs) (laughs) And it doesn't matter. Here's uh, Orlando. You you were given last rites? I I had pneumonia, and I was in the hospital for two days, and I was unconscious. My temperature was 103, and they couldn't get it to break. They packed my whole body full of ice. And finally, they called my wife and they said they were calling the police to give me my last rites. And my temperature started to drop, and I came out of it. So maybe the last rites was the was the the holy miracle that you needed to snap out of it. It might have scared the crap out of me. Yeah. (laughs) Did were you aware that the last rites were being administered to you? Um, You know, I don't remember, but I don't think I was. I might have a little brain damage from it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we all? No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty scary. I mean, I never want no to doubt. do that again. No, no, sir. Thanks, Orlando. Sometimes I wish I'd been gone. <laughs> that was not a here. very happy ending to that phone call right there. <laughs> We're glad you're here. Yeah, Kevin, what's going on, buddy? I had, I was told the last rites were read to me, and I was like, what, you gave up? Mm. Yeah, that's another I thing I don't that. like. You know, it's like, ah, that's all we're going to do. It's like, you keep working until you hear the boo, then you can quit. Even then, work a little bit longer. Give it a good two minutes. (laughs) Work up a sweat like I saw on ER. Remember George Clooney? He would never give up. Someone always had to come over and pull him off the body. Yeah. George, I know you. it's going to be a rough night for you, and you're going to regret this for as long as you live, but you did everything you could. And here's Kevin over there. They're like, eh, we're just bored with it, frankly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want a team. I want a team of WWE wrestlers pulling that doctor off my withered body. <laughs> right? Yeah. What'd you go into a coma for? I got run over by a car. No big deal. Uh, oh. Let's hear the list of injuries you suffered. None. <laughs> Collapsed lung, you know, things like that. But That's okay, it. No broken bones. Wow. Collapsed lung and it knocked you into a coma, huh? Maybe it just knocked well, the wind was, out of you, you know, really hard. Had- yeah, you get smashed a little bit. And you ever had the wind knocked out of you? You feel like you're going into oh, a yeah. coma. Uh-huh. That is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no broken bones, though, because they drank milk and not oatmeal milk or whatever the hell that crap is. <laughs> Oat milk. <laughs> not oatmeal. Oat. But it is really good with my oatmeal. <laughs>
It's delicious. So you had the last rites, huh? Yeah, that's what they told me. I'm like, wait, you don't give up until it's done. You got to wonder how many times God, though, has showed up for last rites. Here's Kevin in his bed. There's the priest doing last rites, meaning, hey, God, get over here right now. Mm -hmm. And God comes over and goes, false alarm again. Yeah. (laughs) Stupid humans. What do you guys know? I mean, can we do last rites after you die? Does that count? I don't really. I got to tell you, I don't really understand it. And if you've had it done once and you survive, do you get them again the next time? No, that's being piggy. (laughs) That's just being piggy. Right. You don't get two servings. Right. You blew your last rites. You blew your last rites wad. It's in the Bible. Look it up. Nick. Yes, sir. How are you, buddy? So you were aware that this was happening to you. I was, yeah. No, about 15 years ago, I had uh, spinal meningitis, and oh, nasty. My yeah, my brain was swollen, and I completely lost function of my body, and my I couldn't do anything. I couldn't walk, talk, speak. Now, when your brain was, when your brain was swollen, at any moment did you think about trying out for Jeopardy? It's like this is as big as my brain is ever going to have the capacity to answer these questions. Let me try out yeah, real no, quick. It, it certainly didn't help me for that. Oh. No, not at all. all right. <laughs> Yeah, but no, it was it was uh, it was too bad. I guess while I was in there, they had uh, a few people who died from what I had, so they thought, you know, he can't walk, he can't talk, he he can't do anything, so maybe we should take care of this. Wait a minute, I saw Tom Brady yesterday. He couldn't walk or talk. No one gave him last rights. <laughs> what the well, hell? Find a way to bring him back to life. So. You need a better support group. Buddy. Yeah. So were you were you aware that they were reading last rights to you? I was, yeah. I, I was conscious of everything. I was, Did you flip like, out? I was, no, I couldn't flip out. I was not capable of it. I was just oh. curled up in fetal position, totally incapacitated. And then you slowly recovered? Yeah, it, took, it took weeks, yeah. I spent about four weeks in the hospital on a morphine drip. But you know, And so on the third week, when you had somewhat recovered, did you have a post-freak out? No, 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 no. It took... I, it, the meningitis was gnarly. It was... It was took a lot of work coming back from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but no, it was there was there was no no ability to freak out. You cheated death, my friend. Yes, sir. More than once, but that was one of them. Look at you. Wow. Yep. Lucky us, Nick. Thank you, Nick. All right, take care. See you, buddy. So I guess I'm the only one, basically, then, who would be going, hey, get the hell away with me with you and your last rites. <laughs> well, I mean, Orlando said it might have inspired his body to fight. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I could take that kind of a scare. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a bad case of the vapors right then and there. We'll do everything we can to get you Elizabeth Hurley. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I'd faint. That'd be for sure. <laughs> and then they'd go, that's he's dead. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I gotta get in a better hospital. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. Coming to you from 1015 KGB, it's the DSC show. Dear Dave, I did not get last rites, but I was in critical condition. I was in the intensive care unit, and I asked, why do you have that big oversized clock there at the end of the bed? No one would say. Finally, the janitor came in. He was fixing a battery in one of the systems. And he said, oh, that's so they can call your time when you die.
Paul was in the hospital one time and she asked her nurse, has anybody ever died in this bed? Oh, Nicole, you don't ask that. You don't. You don't. You just assume every bed has had a death in it, but you don't ask and confirm it. Why would you do that? That's what she wanted to know. Has anybody died in this bed? You know what the nurse said? Honey, every single bed in this hospital has had a death in it. (laughs) God! Can I get to a happier hospital? Can I go to a lighter hospital with less grievously injured people? One where they're doing the ribbon cutting ceremony brand new. Man, man. Oof. It's rough stuff. Mm -hmm. Let's stop talking about it. Tell me something cheerful in the news today. A 92-year-old Portuguese man had a whole funeral for him, but he wasn't dead. Yeah? He just wanted to enjoy his funeral while he's still alive? (laughs) No, he had been declared dead by a local hospital two weeks after being hospitalized due to respiratory problems brought on by a coronavirus infection. (laughs) And so the family was notified of his death by hospital staff and arranged for funeral services to be held two days later, but was prohibited from seeing the body because of hospital protocols and everything going on right now and then 10 days later they were informed by the hospital oh that was an heir he's still alive uh, the body that was buried during his supposed funeral belonged to another family that's another thing i saw in these uh, these movies that i watch they uh, they showed up for the funeral mm-hmm. and these mourners walked up and one guy pulled a pin out of his suit and stuck it right into the body make sure he wasn't faking wow God. yeah oh yeah and then another guy, they uh, they thought that this, I was listening to this on, uh, what was I listening to? It was, uh, I think it was, uh, was it A Tale of Two Cities or something like that? I forget what it was. It was one of these old Dickens classics. And an old priest had died in prison. Mm. And they wondered if he was faking death. Oh. And so what they would do, and this is back in... I don't know what century, 15th century, 16th century, something like that. They would walk in with a branding iron, hold it to your feet because there's no way you can withstand not screaming out. Uh You can't keep faking your death if they put a branding iron on your bare feet. Oh, my God. Yeah. Was he dead? He was dead. Okay. (laughs) Yes, he was. Mm -hmm. Wow. I was just listening to Les Miserables. Who are you? You know who I am. I, you run now. You listen to Les Miserables. <laughs> I don't know you. Can I tell you something about these people in Les Miserables? They were miserable. Huh. I mean, oh, How not you... a good. Well, I don't speak Italian. How I don't you reach know that conclusion. <laughs> I tell they had a hard life. Uh, yeah, especially this Jean Valjean. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The guy so miserable they named him twice. <laughs> Man, what a rough life that guy had. Yeah. And you know what he does at the mm. end? He dies. <laughs> it's a happy, feel-good story. Oh, God, yeah. I know. I've been listening to all these stories. Tale of Two Cities. Oh, depressing. Why, why is it depressing? I don't know. Just mm. death and de- just depressing life stories. If someone said to you, explain to me what Les Miserables, mm-hmm. this great classic mm-hmm. novel, mm-hmm. is all about, would you be able to tell them what it is? Do you know the story? Uh, it's some. I know that there's a boat, isn't there? <laughs> At one point, there is yeah. a boat. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I remember from the movie. A boat. Oh, you watched the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, pe- no one was happy in it, and there was a lot of singing. <laughs> so, did you see the one with uh, the Wolf Man or yeah, something Hugh like that? Hugh Jackman and Anne yeah. Hathaway. Yeah, I tried. I you know once I had listened to this, I listened to Les Mis. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to me. Miz. I know. I know. I thought, I want to see it now. Mm -hmm. And so I looked it up, and there's like four or five different versions of it. But I said, I want to see the one with Wolfman. And Mm -hmm. he's not a Wolfman. What is he? 
Wolverine. Wolverine, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is not a wolf, by the way. It's like a little rat. <laughs> it's right. kind of a. It's kind of a. It's very confusing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they sing the whole damn thing. Yeah. There's no talking. It's, it's not like it's not like a good musical where at least they talk for five minutes and then it's ah da 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 yeah yeah you'll be swell you'll be great. They sing everything. It's like a freaking opera. I got six minutes into this thing. Not even. That counts all the skipping I did. Oh. Because <laughs> like even Russell Crowe was in it. Oh yeah. You know, remember him? Uh, what was he? The Terminator or the gladiator. Wolfman or a Gladiator? I knew it was something. Yeah. He's even singing in the thing. I know. Forget this. I want to see one where they at least talk for a little bit. You know? Well, apparently you have options. But now I know the Les Miserables story. <laughs> what are you shaking your head at me for? Would never have predicted that. You know what it is? It's the Orson Welles Mercury Theater. And it is spectacular what these people were doing on the radio mm-hmm. seven or eight decades ago. Unbelievable theater that they were doing. That's awesome. It was great. Loved it. Loved it. Was sad when it ended. Aww. Shut up, Dave. What else do we have? <laughs> uh, Ella Paradise is apparently one of the premier sexual health and wellness retailers. And they came out with a study that called us all old. They said, Not Chainsaw. No, he doesn't even qualify. Dead. <laughs> Dead. The results of the study found that older respondents between the ages of 35 and 59... Ugh, are ready to get back into the swing of things and searching for normalcy in this unpredictable world. And so they are planning on taking their Valentine's festivities outside of the home. 65% of them were. 73% of them want to use sex toys to spice things up. So they said they're key... Geriatric sex toys. (laughs) No! The key takeaway from this study. Older Americans are ready to turn up the heat between themselves and their partner this holiday. You know when you're at an, uh, an old folks orgy, all the dildos have tennis balls on the end of them. That's a true story. That's how you can tell. How old are you now, princess? 37. Uh, you're in the old group now. Yeah, I know. my friend, One of my best friends who's 30, she just turned 36, is pregnant. And she's like, um, they called me a geriatric pregnancy. Yeah, and that's not, an old pregnancy. Like, I was not ready for that. They really said that? They oh, said yeah. geriatric? Uh-huh. God. <laughs> What's the definition of geriatric? It can't be 36. Old. I don't know. There's no way geriatrics is 36. Well, well, your ovaries are. Your ovaries are old. They're, they're shot. Like a, they're they're like almost a dog, out of commission. Right? They're all washed <laughs> yeah. up. They, they're on a different timeline. Man. That's rough. That's hard to hear. Yeah. Can't nicen that one up. <laughs> Seriously. Wonderful news. You're pregnant. You're geriatric pregnant. Gonna have an old baby. <laughs> Benjamin Button's due any second here. Gonna give birth to a 90-year-old baby. <laughs> Oh. All right. What else? Anana and Nuka were getting it on at the Detroit Zoo. They are polar bears. And um, apparently, though, when Nuka started to get fr- uh, frisky with his mate. Um, Safe word. Safe word. They didn't use it and Anana died. Iceberg. Iceberg. Oh, my God. <laughs> the sex was too wild and it killed her. Oh. Don't think that polar bear wasn't bragging everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting there drinking the Coke. <laughs> Brains right out. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. sighs> Rest in peace, Anana. I don't think that's not true. <laughs> like that polar bear walks over to Shamu's cage at night. Ever screwed your wife to death? <laughs> I didn't think so. That's why they let me out at night. <laughs> Special privileges. I'm a sex monster. <laughs> 
Holy cow. I'll yeah. teach those polar bears not to have a safe word. Oh right? They ought to have one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What else? Kim Kardashian is mad at us. She said, don't play with me when it comes to my children. My daughter and her best friend have been taking a serious oil painting class where their talents and creativity are being encouraged and nurtured. North worked incredibly hard on her painting, which took several weeks to complete. As a proud mom, I wanted to share her work with everyone. Op-ed pieces in the media and social media from grown adults breaking down whether or not my child actually painted this. How dare you? I would like to see her swear. And it counts. Like, if you lie, it all gets taken away. Swear on all your fame and money right now that your daughter did that all by herself. Swear it. How dare you see children doing something awesome and then try to accuse them of not being awesome. Please stop embarrassing yourselves with the negativity and allow every child to be great. Northwest painted that period. Oh, yeah? She did a bunch of letters in all caps. Good for you. And a lot of exclamation marks. Yeah. So you can see uh, Sarah's daughter, Summer, with her amazing art. Now that is some artwork. Mm-hmm. Finger painting in her own stool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm finger painting in my own stool. <laughs> is the name of my new band. Oh, I'll make it out of it, damn it. <laughs> what else is happening? Adorbs Tom Brady, all tipsy at the boat parade at yeah. 101kgb.com. And Tessica Brown, also known as Gorilla Grew Woman, finally got some sweet relief. And uh, so you've yeah. been following that. She flew out here mm-hmm. from, uh, what, Louisiana or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And got a $15,000 procedure done by a plastic surgeon. But he said it's going to be a long time before her head gets back to normal. Yeah, but he had figured out the special formula she needed. Boy, so. is she an overnight celebrity. Yeah. To see her showing up at the airport, hiding her face and everything like that. She's no. being chased around by all the paparazzi. Paparazzi. Ever since we talked about it on Good Morning San Diego two days ago. Right. Overnight star. Mm-hmm. Did you see the lady who drinks air freshener? No. Oh, she likes... What's the matter? That just sounds horrible. Have you seen it yet? No. She ta- have you ever taken a can of whipped cream and gone oh, right in yeah. your mouth? She does this with Renews It. She does them all. She has favorite flavors. Watch her on the video. She will hold a can of like Lysol or Glade right up to her mouth and go. She pours it into a cup, drinks it. Tell me there's a warning label on this damn product so she cannot sue them. I don't know. Right. Do you know what her God. favorite? Do you know what her favorite flavor is? Uh, what? Fresh linen. Ew. <laughs> yeah, she'll tell. She'll tell you that certain uh, names on the cans are Ew. lies. She's, that, that tastes like dirt. Ew. She drinks them all. Watch her do it. Watch her put the can of air freshener right in her mouth, and you hear it. Someone give her last rites. Yeah, she needs help. What did you think about that guy's comments? He was the head of the Olympics, and I forget exactly why he said this, but they go out to these luncheons, and... uh, There'd be seven, eight, ten people at these luncheons. And he said they take so long because everyone talks so much, especially the women. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to put the women on timers. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Seems like a sensible idea to me. <laughs> Says the mouthiest, longest-winded guy on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how would you like that? Fine. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to remember that now. Okay. As you start spouting off about... Constitutionality. Time! 
thumbs up. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. I'll say thank you to the San Diego Ford dealers. Ford's here to help. If you're in need of a car, reach out to your nearest San Diego County Ford dealer to discuss your options. And with that, do you realize there's nothing left but a Friday? Oh, yeah. You're going to go home now? Yeah. That's more than Sarah can say. What are you going to do? <laughs> Has anyone checked lately? He's been gone for a long time. He's a been, long time. He's long been time. gone? Yeah. He's I been have gone to for pee. a long time. <laughs> no, don't pee. no idea where he is in the building. Yeah, we don't know where he is, but he's gone for a long time. Oh, yeah. fabulous. Fabulous news. Mm. <laughs> he being the cockroach that terrorized our studio about two hours ago. Apparently, what this cockroach does is incite a need to urinate. <laughs> the minute the cockroach was sighted in our studio, and he was a big one, couple incher, Emily instantly had to pee. Uh-huh. So I shoot him out of our studio, yes. and he went running right over to Sarah's studio door, mm-hmm. and that made Sarah had to pee, and she's been holding it for an hour and a half. And I was fine before then. I you caught, were. I caught Emily's need to pee. Mm-hmm. That's the cockroach that does it to yeah. you. We should impeach that cockroach for inciting urination. (laughs) That can't be constitutional. I don't believe it. Well, what things did we do today? You know, just a little note. Don't listen to the words of Major Tom because we don't think he makes it home. I'm going to look these lyrics (laughs) up right now. It's bugging me. I forgot all about all that. Now it's right back in my head. Airworm. Then we had some leftover marriage fights we discussed. And that's when we learned that, Dave, you hate the way your work husband, Boyer, uses the door handle. These lyrics are in German. <laughs> hey, Schultz, what the hell am I supposed to do with that? Oh, good. Voling, Los Galost, Vander Erde, Schwept the Rausch. What the hell? Go ahead, please. But then we heard about a woman who was mad that her husband didn't tell her that Dan Levy is Eugene Levy's son. Someone bought grated Parmesan instead of shredded Parmesan, and Chainsaw could feel that one. That one is not cool. And then we hear someone who is upset when their partner blinks aggressively. No aggressive <laughs> blinking, please. All right, so listen to this. Um, hello, Major Tom. Are you receiving us? Turn the thrusters on. We're standing by. There's no reply. Uh oh. Oh god. Mm. Well, it's because he's dead. He's totally dead. Or he's not talking to you right now. <laughs> There's a cockroach outside the door of his space capsule. Right. Far beneath the ship, the world is mourning. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, all I got to do is listen to the words. They don't realize he's alive. But no one understands. But Major Tom sees now the light commands. This is my home. I'm coming home. So Major Tom apparently was just having a big laugh, pretending to be dead. Oof. He wanted to see how people mourned him, get that kind of ego boost. Oh, they love me. I guess I'll come back then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, the miracle. He's back. Yeah. Oh. He just oh. stopped he just stopped talking back to NASA control. I do not like Major Tom. And Major Tom <laughs> violated an important rule of astronomy. Talk back. Yeah. Talk on the on the radio, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So apparently he's okay. He was faking his death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So he's all right. It's a happy ending for Major Tom at the end there. He's still a dick. 
Uh, it was a happy ending for drunk Tom Brady uh, during the Super Bowl <laughs> so parade. Adorable. It's really the most adorable thing ever. We have it posted at 101kgb.com. He is stumbling around. He's throwing the Vince Lombardi trophy to Gronk from one boat to another. He's a happy drunk. Yes. He's a cheerful and happy drunk. That's why it's adorable. Yeah, he seems harmless. Yeah. Yeah. The celebrity death star was called in for First Amendment activist Larry Flint. <laughs> He's in. <laughs> Plus that pamphlet that he would publish. <laughs> He joins Marty Schottenberg and Mary Wilson to make another celebrity heaven threesome. <laughs> God bless those older couples like Chainsaw's 35-year-old kids who are still bringing those sex toys into the bedroom. Older couples. They, yeah. <sighs> There's no box left for Chainsaw to check, so it's time to cue the priest and call his last rites. Mm-hmm. And if it's Dave's time to go, we learn that he would like a sweaty George Clooney working hard over his dead body. Before we call it quits. Or a sweaty Elizabeth Hurley. No, 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 no. I want her prou- powder fresh. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know if she worked up a sweat doing a strip tease. <laughs> uh, George Clooney, he would never give up. They'd have a team of surgeons pull him away. <laughs> George, or whatever his name was on that show. You tried valiantly. We're making you a trophy. Kim Kardashian has birthed Bob Ross reincarnated. You can check out Northwest's very impressive painting, which no one believes is no hers. One. And finger painting with my own stool is the name of Dave's new band. How about it? That's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At 7.40, we checked in with the Good Morning San Diego crew on KUSI. Dave, you asked them their thoughts on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations. And basically, Mark Mathis only wanted to let the ones... In who had Broadway musicals attached to their name. <laughs> or Kenny Rogers. For some reason, he's very fond of Kenny Rogers yeah. as well. Paul seemed to be the most conflicted. Did yeah. you, he was thumb was up, oh and then God. it would go down, mm-hmm. and then it would go back up. Mm-hmm. He had no control over his thumb. No. He lost control of his thumb. I'm telling you, it's very, very, the, it weighs heavy. The crown weighs heavy. Mm-hmm. on the skull of the king or however that thing goes. <laughs> Poor sure. Paul, who was a judge on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, really struggled with it today. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. cut out for that position. Heavy is the head the, the, the crown. crown. I believe. <laughs> he's as soon as I said it, he got right up to his microphone. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Pause. Hey, hey, heavy is the head who where the crown is sitting, David. Well, that's... I believe I was narcotized by that. <laughs> That's the only thing he got right today because boy versus a team, he crashed and burned. Don't. What happened, Cliff? I fared no time better than on the call. <laughs> That's it. Got a new timer on you, remember? Yay. All right. Neither, neither one again. Then a cockroach attacked Emily in the studio. It zigzagged around. Dave, you fell over and broke your ankle while trying to sweep it into the hallway for the rest of us to enjoy. It must have been one narcotized little sucker. That dude's got some moves. <laughs> Faked me out of my jock. <laughs> But finally, Dave, today we learned that if you ever find yourself in a hospital bed, yes, someone has died in that bed. Oh, honey, someone's (laughs) died in every bed in this hospital. Check! (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's it. Nothing but a weekend left for you. We'll see you on KUSI tomorrow and on the KGB. Love your show.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.